dogging this yeah podcast, yeah you're right great. by the yeah. way i've done I've, I've done it i've done a lot of podcasts because of all those those uh hallmark christmas movies that i produced oh hallmark has such a cult following with those what? christmas movies and so i was like booking podcasts like non-stop like christmas when, movie yeah podcast? like christmas cult people <laughs> really so i was booking ton i like i did like the hallmark official podcast and like they people because people love to talk about fake snow and i don't think those are people i'd want to get too close with. no <laughs> no no like that's a special type of people. yeah wait is it a lot of like like is it a bunch of like stay-at-home moms that are giving totally these? yeah yeah like middle america stay-at-home moms totally. they <laughs> like, they, they love these Christmas movies, but it's like a big cult. And so I did a lot of those podcasts. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Coming to you live from Hollywood, California. Pre-recorded in a Hallmark Christmas movie that just so happens to be recorded somewhere in Utah. They're all in Utah. For some reason, Christmas is in Utah in this weird Hallmark Christmas world. I think, I think New England's more Christmassy, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> it's Valen Hollywood! I'm your host, Mikey T, as always, and we got a whole line of guests here for you, and we're going to talk about them right now. <laughs> All right, uh, first we have G Money Grant. G Money! Returning as always. Yeah, he's been a regular coming in the past few, a lot of episodes. Since work dried up, yeah. Yeah, he's the, he's the new <laughs> Freddy, essentially. Freddy only makes it maybe once every 10 episodes at this point, so welcome, new Freddy. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> Uh, also joining, uh, <laughs> also joining us per usual. Sometimes I'd say about fifty percent of the time we got one arm ninja Bill, Hi. Billiam. Hello, that's him. Um, that's me. Yeah, I don't got anything important to say about him right now. Nobody does. <laughs> I keep to myself. Yeah, and then we got um, a new guest, first timer on this podcast, but not all podcasts. He's a regular on some Hallmark. Christmas movie podcasts. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute, but he's also a production supervisor. Um, so we'll get into that and talk about what a production supervisor is. Um, he worked with us on Into the Dark, um, American Horror Stories, among a few, and then he has a whole bunch of other credits too. We got Marcus Bishop Hill. Hello. How's, hey, how's hey. It, how's it going, Marcus? It's going well. How are you guys doing? Good. Excellent. On day, like, uh, what are we of the writer's strike? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we got to date us on this podcast, right? By the time this comes out, it will probably be day 30 364 <laughs> of the writer's There we are. <laughs> yeah. Day 4,012. <laughs> yeah, no. So, oh, thanks for having me. Happy yeah. to be here. Welcome to be here. Yeah, I've been meaning here. to do this for a while. Mike and I have been talking about this. and uh, Yeah. Things have been busy, but now they're not, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we have all the time in the world. It's yeah. perfect time yeah. for the new Zelda to come out. Did a new Zelda come out? Yeah. Oh, and it's like big sales. It's I did want to say, I, 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 did, I recognized you when I walked in, but I, I didn't realize where I recognized you from. Uh-oh. It was American Horror Stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were going to say like the bathroom at the Abbey in West Hollywood or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't do that anymore. I'm married. <laughs> It was uh, the foot tapping at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but no, we we met yeah. we met a, a ham. I was like yeah. the main day player. Yes, I do yeah. remember you. Yeah, um, I didn't recognize you without a mask on or a mullet. I had a I had a mullet for that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I missed that mullet. <laughs> right. I, I, know, I saw a video. Um, um, Sherry, the script supervisor, showed me a video of me and Steven talking from behind, 
and it was like right i think before i cut off the mullet and i was like i don't need to do that ever again <laughs> i think i'm done with that, that was the nail in the coffin i liked it <laughs> you know i saw steven yesterday oh you did very briefly and i think he recognized me and at looked right, right through me at renfer yes. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. I know I told you I couldn't go that one weekend, <laughs> but then I had this person move in. So they they paid a chunk of that rent and my friend Shannon had these two free tickets that they had to use because it was the last weekend. So we went, come to find out that the tickets weren't valid for the last weekend and we had to pay anyway. Oh, you no. Know, just word of advice, when you're making up an excuse... The longer the excuse, the more it sounds not real. Well, he started with, I'm so broke, I had to get a roommate. <laughs> he didn't believe. He yeah. Didn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Be better. Yeah. Write a better excuse next time. <laughs> uh, no, but um, the person I went with also doesn't drive, so I he can, drove. Can add more to the <laughs> excuse now. <laughs> but no, it made me feel extra bad that I didn't go the previous weekend. Tisk tisk. But, tisk uh, tisk. No, I ran into Steven that weekend, too. Yeah. It was funny because, like, Steven was like, oh, I got to go. And I'm like, we're at Renfair. Like, what, what do you have to go and do? Yeah. I mean, see, like, I, maybe I, a show, but. I, maybe. You have to go with Steven because I went. I, that's what I was telling Brooks or whatever. I was like, oh, <laughs> if he, he's with people, it's going to be hard because Renfair is, like, his I don't want to go with Steven. No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's really time. fun to go with Steven because that's his thing. Like, that's what that's his pride and joy is Renfair. Like, he, he goes, he has, like, this jacket, and he's like. Yeah, I paid nine hundred dollars for that leather jacket. It's like, whoa! He's like, oh yeah, I had some custom shoes built too. Mm-hmm. Eight hundred dollars. I was like, oh my god, dude. Okay, yeah, you're really into this, and he looks like full fledged pirate. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how hot, hot yeah, it is. He looks great. Brooks it's, Brooks oh. was at Ren Fair too. That's the reason I went. Um, our uh, the the truck Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and, made a crazy. Oh suit. my god, yeah, because he does like leather work. So he got um, uh, Ashton, yeah, um, from also from American Horror Stories. Helped him make some uh, um, molds of, of Brooks's face, and then Brooks shaped the leather over the molds of his face so it looked like human skin. And he like sewed and, them together. And sewed them together, so he was like a necromancer. So he, he had, had like, like all these faces wow, sewed onto his flesh body. face armor. Like it was, it was really good. And then he just hung out at like the the hookah lounge area. Oh, and really? Was, <laughs> and was giving people like quests. Like I went as a wizard, and I had like my beards made out of yarn and. You know, I got a what? wizard's hat and a cloak and like... Have you not been to Renfair ever? No. You guys are... You, this is... I don't know much about Renfair. Oh, really? my God. I really I, please, don't. So much please fun. I didn't realize there was so year. much work that goes into... I mean, I just I just yeah. go. But I, I, next, I was saying next year, like, we should, like, pick a theme and everybody go together as something like... And we were like, oh, like like Ted Lasso, but, like, the medieval version of it. Uh, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like... Yesterday, sh- uh, my friend Shannon and I went... Um, together and I was a demon and Shannon was an angel and uh, I made a sign on some cardboard that said will guide for mead so like I uh, <laughs> I would try to give guidance to people as long as they gave me a drink yeah I mean that's expensive guidance that's it, like a $16 guidance right there. I mean if I'm fixing your life's problems <laughs> wait did people get you a drink uh, one lady gave me twenty dollars because she didn't want to wait in the line. For oh yeah, drink. yeah, that's fair. Uh, I did get Genius. a beer from somebody, and I gave some guidance to other people who like. I didn't care. I, I well, I mean, I was also on shrooms, so I didn't care about much. <laughs> um, so the way you guys describe Renfair, to me, feels like it's Coachella. 
it feels like is it, it like renaissance cella yeah there's show there's shows at different times yeah here it's you like go a, it's like it a depends big on what you want to do i mean there's oh, yeah. people doing family stuff or whatever that was my that's my my wizard look <laughs> the thing is everyone kept like commenting on the beard because it's made out of yarn so people would be like oh nice beard and immediately i would get like incredibly defensive be like it's real it's real i don't have wizard <laughs> alopecia Oh, but I mean the way that it sounds like you put so much detail into your outfits are like yeah. the experience it's, that I have when I used to go to Coachella, the way that yeah. people would really put in work, you know, months or weeks of work into their different I mean, outfits. You and don't have to, but it's, it, it makes it a lot more fun. So much more fun. Yeah. Like I went a previous uh, previous year and I was like drunk on dragon's milk. Um, Wait, what? Dragon's Milk. It's like a beer. It's like 11% Did, This beer. was like Charlie Sheen was on it for a little bit. Dra- he was drinking. <laughs> Dragon's Milk. Yeah. Tiger's yeah. Blood. <laughs> oh, Tiger's Blood. Okay. Tiger, okay. And I kept going up and being like... Tiger's Blood doesn't have the kick anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I kept going up and like, like demanding to suckle from the tit of the dragon. <laughs> but um, no, I was like, I was drunk and I was just kind of standing there and this kid came over dressed as a knight and he goes, are you a wizard? And I was like, yes, I'm the greatest wizard of them all. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, will you enchant my sword? And so I made him do, like, raise the sword, lower the sword, turn around. And then I did, like, the full Evil Dead where I was, Klaatu, Barata, Necto. <laughs> and then there was a point where he was like, don't you need a wand? And I'm like, amateurs need wand. I am a sorcerer. <laughs> I got a staff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. I need to check this out then. Yeah. You should. It's It's just... A lot of silliness. I love yeah. people just yeah. yeah. Being I think ridiculous. I think the the one in the one in Irwindale just ended, but they it did. Just, I think yes, Corona just day. started though. Where's Corona? I think I, in Orange County. The virus. Yeah, coronavirus or, started cor- again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Virus. Or maybe it's it's somewhere so around that area. There's another yeah. Ren Fair that goes there. It's smaller and not as good, as from what I hear. But there's one in Orange County that just started since oh. this one ended. Um, let's find out. Yeah, you can look it up and see because but yeah, they have like jousting. The jousting is intense too because like they're, I was they're hitting little shields off each other while on horses, and I was like, this could go real south real fast. Cronenberg Renaissance. <laughs> Everyone's got dressed like a Cronenberg <laughs> thing. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, this is a uh, world that is very unknown to me, but I want to explore it. It's yeah. fun. No, you you would have a good time there. Like I, my first one was last year, and then we went again this year. Like you could sh- you could throw axes and shoot bows and arrows, That's fun. And, mm-hmm. or and, you could do nothing and just or get you can just get silly plastered, pants wrecked, well, and uh, what, talk nonsense with folks. What what Brooks was right. doing? Uh, he was hanging out in the hookah lounge, and then people would come up and talk to him because he was dressed crazy, <laughs> and then uh, he'd be like, "I have a quest for you," and he was like, "I'm just like I'm just being an NPC." Can't out side quests right now and uh so he'd tell them to like either you know he had a buddy that had a massive hammer he's like look for the man with the giant hammer you know and then when i showed up people start coming up and being like uh you're the wizard with the yarn beard and i was like yeah and he's they were like oh, i was told to talk to you by the necromancer and i was like oh okay so now <laughs> now i'm thinking uh next year i'm gonna like come up with like a like rings or something, like cheapo rings that I can just to have and be like, give to people if they come up and yeah, yeah Cronenberg. Yep. So this is, you're right. Is this that is what it is? That's the yeah, one. You're right. May 27th starts. May 27th. Huh. Yeah. Maybe we should hit that one. Maybe we oh. should hit that one. <laughs> <laughs> Roll through. Constant uh, havoc. Well, Elliot was really upset that um, they couldn't go again because they're back at work and they just took like two months off because they had to get surgery and stuff, so they couldn't. Request off again to get run. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what the 
because there's themed weekends too. So it has to be like yeah, there's goes themed like weekends too. So military appreciate. There's like there was time a, travelers pirates. weekend. Oh yeah, pirates. pirate weekend is the best. Yeah. Wow, I've got a pirate a Halloween costume somewhere. Norse weekend. Okay, so it goes till June 25th. Yeah, we should definitely hit this one. Up. Wait, did that one have a pirates weekend too? Yeah. Where'd it go? Pirates weekend right here. Wow. Uh, June 10th to the 11th. You mm. like Pirates Weekend? Yeah, it's just a good, <laughs> yeah. a good opportunity to be um, real slutty. Yeah. Yeah, you can see pirate. this one. Even looking at this picture, you can kind of see this one's a little bit more I budget. I like those sets. <laughs> it's a little bit more budget, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's okay. All right, let's shift gears. This isn't the Renaissance Fair podcast. <coughs> this is a failing Hollywood. You didn't we could talk. bring me here to talk to me about the Renaissance. You want to talk Fair? about more Renaissance Fair? I, I, I actually, no. I thought this was no. Let's the talk about Fair let's talk about what a, what a production. He told me earlier because I was like, "Oh, is your position DGA?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm a producer, bitch." He said it just like that. <laughs> he goes, "I'm PGA." So it, it can be DGA, yeah. Production because, managers are are, are DGA, um, but can't but supervisors can't be DGA. Uh, they can be. They can be. Yeah. Yeah, they can be. Uh, for me, I work mostly as a line producer. Yeah. Uh, and for me, the DGA is not kind of like, you know, DGA is right. more UPMs, You'd rather line, yeah. ADs. I'd rather produce. You'd rather line produce than yeah. UPM. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So you like line producing? That's like um, the tough. I think that's one of the toughest jobs it's on tough. a crew. <laughs> it's really. I mean, for those of you that don't, you're the know blame person. A too. line producer yeah. is. Yeah, 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 you're essentially like the fall guy and the and the money person. Um, I mean, the line. This is such an old Hollywood term, like above the line, below the line, just like so many other terms that we use in the industry. Um, but this line is like this, like imaginary line that separates above the line costs, which means like. More creative people, cast, producers, directors, overhead costs that really don't affect the below the line budget. Yeah. With the below the line, you have all the other costs that actually go into making the film and all the skilled, the skilled labor and and whatnot. Um, and so the line producer essentially protects and holds that line for the below the line budget. They live on the line. They live on <laughs> on the line. Yeah. I've been living a line my whole life. Yeah. So then what, what's, what's, cause that's, that's one thing that's like, when you get on a show, it's the line producer, the production supervisor and the UPM, they're like the trifecta team that always is like, sometimes the fear team, you guys weren't that, but like, they're the ones that like, here they come, we're in trouble or they're in charge of the money or you make the deals and they usually run as a unit. So what? Break those up for us. What's, what's a production supervisor do? So <laughs> specifically? It, the, I think a production supervisor is it's an extended production arm to the producers. Yeah. So working in production, you uh, directly report to your producers, production supervisors and managers are the ones that are hands on uh, managing day to day operations, being the eyes and ears for the producers to make sure that everything happens um, in our industry. Uh, depending on the type of project or the budget level yeah. that you're working on, I go back and forth between either producing on the creative side or, you know, on the logistic side, being a line producer or like American Horror Stories, which, yeah. you know, uh, we work together on. Um, I was a production supervisor working alongside our production manager, Carlos, and we were working underneath Susan McConnell, who right. is our producer slash line producer. Um, and, we essentially were 
overseeing day-to-day operations and making sure you're managing like several different departments on a film set. So you've got to be able to know what these different departments do. And I think that's the toughest part of the job. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, art department, which you guys work in, in, in props and property and, in within the art department, like we've got to be able to know what you're doing and the things that, yeah. you know, you're up to so that right. we're able to know what's happening. They, you track the money too, which is like a huge thing. So you make sure because what we all in our departments, each department submits like a budget and stuff like that. And you guys see that and you're like, okay, let's make sure you're not lying about it. Totally. Or you're like, you're following what you said you were going to do. But one thing that you do, which I think is more impressive than anything, because like, I don't know, especially with like a lot of union deals and things shifting, like rules kind of change to how is add up with like labor and stuff like that. So like you've caught me a lot of times like submitting in overtime or, or like turnarounds, which I just didn't know where it falls. And <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's like the hard thing for me because it's like it, it gets really mathy. <laughs> totally. It does it get really like, mathy. Yeah, I think um, in in relation to that, I think what I try to do and what we try to do as as production supervisors and managers is um, we just protect our reputation and protect the show by looking at things like turnarounds. Yeah, uh, because if the if if a production report gets in the hands of the studio, which it eventually does, and there's something that's off or something that doesn't make sense. It essentially falls on all of us. So yeah. I think we just want to not only protect us, but protect you too. Yeah, protect and us. I think and that's thing. why. I don't even think turnarounds was the right thing to go into. I think the new one that for this last, because turnarounds were usually, you guys are always really good with. And I think, but it's the uh, the meal penalty thing with the new contract. That's where yeah. it got weird. Yeah. Because before I usually would be like, I don't know. I wouldn't be as conscious about it because I mean, as department heads, especially on American horror stories, like it's a, it's a world where your department heads aren't going to start at the same time as the rest of your crew, because we do a lot of nights and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it gets really funky, but then you go through. So a lot of times like sub, like subconsciously, you just, you'll start at 8am and do your meetings and stuff. But then you don't remember to eat. I, I know you are probably the same way sometimes until like totally. lunch rolls around. And you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Let's <clears> grab a plate <throat> there. And like, you get really like before it was okay to do that because it wasn't a big thing, but now there's like a certain amount of meal penalties that you can get to where it's going to be a problem <laughs> for production. It's like, okay, no, you got to force yourself to stop and eat now and, totally. and do this thing. Cause otherwise it could be an issue for production. You know, it's so funny. This is all the very like boring part of filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's the part that, uh, you wouldn't think people are interested in, but they are. They are. Um, <laughs> but it's not the glamorous, fun part of why we get into filmmaking and no. we get into movie making and, and the industry in general. But it's something you have to face and deal yeah. with day to day, no yeah. matter where you are in, uh, even even uh, as an actor, you know, you've got to make sure that you're taking your breaks and yeah. you've got to learn the the rules per SAG and AFTRA and yeah. you, you've got to know what kind of contract you're working on. Yeah. It's all the stuff that like, 
you know, people really don't talk about, but it, it, it impacts our day to day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. It's like, I've got, it's like, Hey, you got to take a lunch earlier. Like, yeah. take a lunch. It's like, Oh so, shit. Yeah, yeah. I will <laughs> yeah. I'll start to do this. But yeah, things I don't envy about your job though, is like you get, to, okay. You get to do a lot of the real fun stuff and be like in it during like a lot of the explosions. You get to go, you get to be real involved in a lot of that stuff. But then if there's like an issue, like, like when the sexual harassment thing on a set happens, you have to be the front man in there. And that's where I don't envy. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, I don't, I don't like firing people. I don't like getting deep into Oof. that. And you guys, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it either. I mean, I, I sometimes just have to put on my big boy pants and deal yeah. with situations <laughs> like that, you know, cause we're also like an extension of HR, you know, right. HR is HR. You're the first wall. Of we're HR. there yeah. first reporting back to HR in a situation that happens in the moment, whether it's, you know, um, departments fighting amongst each other or people within a par- department not getting along or whatever it may be, or something that outside of work that's impacting a crew member's behavior or performance or having to let someone go. Yeah. All of that stuff is like not the fun part of the job for <laughs> yeah. sure, but I just have to dive in and, and tackle it, you yeah. know, as it comes. Yeah, because yeah. like I've never even thought about like, how would you? Who 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 do you contact HR? Like, how do you contact HR on a set? Like, I've, there's, I mean, the studios sure all have is. a line. The studios but all I've have a line even... now. For me personally, like, I personally, as a department head, I would bring it. Luckily, I I love them all too, and I have a relationship with the UPM and Marcus and our line but yeah, producer. That's, what, where, I, that's like, what I would think. I'm the... gonna sit down and talk to them first, and we're gonna like evaluate and see what the deal is. You know what I mean? And that's how I do. And I would do the same if like one of you guys came to me. Like I would say, okay, and then I'd bring it to them. You know? Yeah. And then have them evaluate to whether it's worth bringing it to like a full HR department or if we can handle it in house. You know? Totally. Yeah. On on horror stories. Um, on bigger budget uh, series and movies, you have an actual HR department that yeah. uh, that that at least on the production side mm-hmm. we have direct access to that we can text or call or email anytime. Um, on the lower budget stuff, the cable TV movies that yeah. I've produced, it's really just like me. Yeah, it's really oh, just no. me having to figure everything out because there's no real HR when it comes to independent films mm-hmm. or cable yeah. TV movies where you don't have a lot of money to work with, there's not really an HR department. You just have to tackle problems as they come mm-hmm. and hope that you made the right decision. Yeah. Cause like American horror stories is FX, but like wiener dogs international that I worked on, like <laughs> that nobody, that no company. Amazing. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was a sequel to a, a kid's movie called wiener dogs national. And oh, so it was wiener dogs international. international. And then we kept joking. The third one's going to be, Wiener dogs intergalactic, and then the dogs go into space and race. Oh, wieners wow. in space! It's it's it was literally. I mean, this sounds very, like they're a very mo- aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally space. No, they're all they're all flying ships that look like wiener dogs. <laughs> they're uh, all just like the the wiener wagon, like the yeah. Oscar Mayer yeah. thing. It sounds like a movie in a jar pit. <laughs> but but there were problems that we had on because I was the art director on, and there were problems we had, and it was like, you know, talk with the line producer, and then. If they they can't solve it, then we just move on from it. Like we were having issues with the the dog trainer on it. Mm. And boy, yeah, that's that, extra hard because it's all about the wieners on that show. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing but wiener jokes. Yeah. One of the first projects that I worked on uh, early on in the industry, uh, I came up through like the ranks of a, a production assistant. I was an intern, worked in a production office, was a production assistant on set, and then kind of 
worked my way up in the industry from there as production coordinator, production manager. Um, one of the first projects that I was an on-set production assistant for was Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Really? So I kind of understand the world that you're <laughs> what, coming from. What was your position on this? I was a I was um I was a set PA, you were but a I was PA. I was a base camp PA. So oh, okay, for okay. those of you who may not know the difference, base camp is is it's trailer land. It's where you keep a lot of your actors and in this case um your dogs. Yeah. Like we had a doggy base camp which was just rows and rows of chihuahuas in cages in the hot oh my god and, uh, and my job was to go like <laughs> fetch the dogs when they were ready for them i was them. gonna say you're or doing once... mr bigglesworth they're asking for you on set totally <laughs> or when one chihuahua was like acting up and not doing what the director needed them to do they would get another chihuahua and right. it'd be like, like that chihuahua marcus is on the way with the chihuahua here he comes <laughs> flying in <laughs> chihuahua swap so I, I get what it's like working with animals it's yeah. So the star of that movie was like eight different dogs at least. Totally. Yeah. Whoa. Totally. Yeah, you have to have a couple. That's what I say. Even yeah. when you have infants and stuff like that, they usually even on horror stories, yeah. they for like what's what was that episode? Uh the ball episode? Mm. We had like four different babies that kind of looked this alike. Yeah. And then they were just like, <laughs> all right, well, if the one because you can only have them for like two hours at a time. Yeah. So it was just like, all right, when you wrap him, bring in the second baby. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was just watching a show and they did like a flashback. So one of the main characters characters as a kid but they were doing flashbacks of the kid when he's a baby and i was like oh wait that baby really looks like the kid good job and then it like cuts and she was <laughs> like walking and like that is a different baby that's a totally <laughs> different face like they're not even trying that baby's got one eye one milky eye and yeah. like a wooden leg i'm like i don't think that's the same baby he's I got was... like a, a grill that's all like shiny <laughs> yeah. with diamonds sharp and sharp i was i was concerned over there i was like we're none of us are working right now i was like we got a pretty cute baby you do what? have a cute baby. I, I wonder, I'm being commercial. And and he's well behaved. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna like, ask if you're if you were planning on putting your baby. I don't in know. The yeah, you know what I think? I this is the maybe this. you can help me because you, you do a lot you you oversee a little bit more of like the the pre stuff that starts to come in and you know a little bit more with the casting <laughs> shit that goes on. I don't go. know about that. I don't know how to even like do I need to get an agent for him? Like uh, Jackie says for sure once he hits like the age of two or three. Absolutely not, because she all, doesn't want him to be like. <laughs> we all have it. no idea, but we are sitting in the origin story of a very problematic child actor. Well, that's why. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she wants. She wants to pull him before four because she doesn't want him to be like a child actor yeah. unless he chooses. That was a big thing. Unless he he decides but, he wants to do it. Jackie I mean, Trudell, the set mom. <laughs> Those uh, you work for two hours and you pull in decent money. Okay, yeah, really, I, I it's. You should have twins. Wait, wait, wait. I know. That's wait. what I said. Twins. That's what she said. Oh, She's yeah. like, I really don't want twins. I was like, I know, but it's like, it's like Think much more a given. Like, we get cast in everything for him. If you want, if Mary you Kate twins, and uh, Ashley Olsen. Twins get in. Twin yeah. babies is the go-to. You got it, dude. Right yeah, there. yeah. We have all. We have a whole bunch of them. In the studio yeah. here, I'm looking at to grandmother's all of these go. old VHS cases <laughs> yeah. from these Disney movies. Yeah. And there's Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen right there. We got a few of them. The only one we're missing is Billboard Dad. Billboard Dad is not up there because we couldn't find it. The rest are there. I wouldn't admit that you knew which one was missing. That's something I would keep to myself. But where's the only one I remember is to Grandmother's House We Go. Oh, yeah. We don't have that one either. So good. We don't have that one either. Yeah. Oh. 
Don't have that one. I either. love when they would um they would uh was it a series of them solving crimes or was it a specific movie? Oh no, I think their their phrase was yeah. like um we'll solve any crime before dinner time. Oh yeah. It was like a yeah. whole and I, I loved it. I was obsessed with it. <laughs> when, when when were you born? Uh 84. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. 1984. That, that makes sense. Yeah. When were you born? 85. Oh, 86. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's 90. <laughs> Are you Gen Z? No, I'm I'm still millennial. Okay. Great. I think I think it stopped being millennial. I was gonna leave 95. I think I think 95 is the last of the millennials. Yeah. My 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 little brother is, I think, right at the cutoff of. Millennial. I think it's 95. I could be wrong. If, I mean, people will email me correcting me, but that's all right. <laughs> um, so I was telling Bill this. So I just did a, a commercial, um, Hot Wheels commercial. And we had one day we had no kid actors, which was great. It was just adults playing with, with Hot Wheels racetracks in, in like a backyard and be like, well, what if we make a jump into this colander? You know, so that was actually like one of the most chill days I've had. But then the second day, we were shooting two separate commercials and they each had two separate kids and the first commercial because like it was it's disney star wars marvel and pixar and so we had to shoot one commercial three different ways because of the products all can't appear and the kid was like awesome but he'd been a child actor he'd been doing right. it since he was he was nine but he'd been doing it since he was like two or three he's improvising lines he's remembering stuff off the top of head he picks up the wrong car and is already like but my favorite is captain hook yeah. and i was like you didn't mean to grab that but like it worked you know yeah. the second commercial we had um a boy girl both of them under nine and uh they start off and like the 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 boy doesn't know any of his lines and we're already like, we only get them for four hours. It's already a tight schedule. And we're like, dude, what is going on here? And then I was staying next to the studio teacher. And I guess the studio teacher was saying that he, like, they had done enough schooling that they needed to, and but we weren't ready for them yet. And they were like, well, let's run some lines. And I guess the kid was like, what are lines? <laughs> and this was like his first time. Oh, no. But the mom had gotten him in by saying, oh, he's been doing this for years. Oh. So it was very like, Doing cool. what? Acting like a little shit. So I so if <laughs> I go reading. if I go in and say, hey, my baby's been doing this for years. I mean, he, maybe two months old, but like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, we've been getting him going, man. Yeah, he's got a twenty-year-long resume. <laughs> yeah, he's got a twenty-year-long <laughs> age. Resume. Nine. Yeah, exactly. He was in Hunt for Red October. You yeah. might have seen him in that. Yeah, <laughs> you may remember that this he's a shit particle. doesn't react well to bullets. <laughs> particle. Did you always want to do like? Did you come into the industry wanting to do, produce? No, 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 no. I went to school for pre law. I was, I was what? poli sci. Seriously? Um, yeah. You're, and I just, I it's just sounded frat boy? so boring. What, what no, political you? science. Oh, okay. You not, made it sound no, like a not Sigma Chi. Sigma poli sci. <laughs> no, I did, I did marry a Sigma Chi frat boy oh, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different story. I was say, so that was his go-to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I just. I mean, growing up, I grew up in California. I grew up outside of Fresno, California. And so growing up in California, you you always know that like you have two major cities here. You've got San Francisco, which is like the capital of like the tech industry. And you've got L.A., which is the capital of the entertainment industry. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And I and I always thought L.A. was an exciting place to be. And every time I came to L.A., it just felt like everyone was so important. And. Um, out of college, but they're I'm, not. But they're well, not. I mean, I don't. But they we, are. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to speak for everyone, but I know I am. You are <laughs> fair. Yes, yeah. yes. Especially Wildest. when you're at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> yes, yes. The most important <laughs> wizard of all. 
I just knew I wanted to do something exciting, you know, and and I didn't want to do law. That just sounded so boring. Were you going to be a lawyer? Or? Yeah. Yeah? Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So after college, I just decided to try my luck here in LA. Did you ever take the In the, the entertainment bar? industry. No, no, no. I, I didn't make it say, that far. Okay. Definitely not. But you said um, political science and law. Were you going to do like political law? Or, or yeah, I, was that the idea? It was the idea. Yeah, the idea was to, once I graduated, was to go to law school. And I was just like, I can't do any more schooling. This just right. Is. And it's it was like, LA's right here in, in our backyard. Like, why not try my luck in the entertainment industry? I don't know what it all means. So but did you, was, that the, was that just the blanket thing? Like, I'm going to go down and take any entertainment job? I totally. Think I-, I didn't know what I wanted to do in the entertainment. I just knew it sounded important. It felt important. LA was just such a vibe. And I wanted to work somewhere in the entertainment industry. And I think I kind of explored a couple different realms. Um, I looked into... PR, like maybe working in events or being a publicist, Mm -hmm. Um, the studio side I looked into a little bit, but essentially what I found out, what I realized what to me was the most exciting opportunity was being on set. I still think it's the most exciting part of the industry because you have so many different people in the industry, right? Like you have publicists and agents and managers and casting directors and studio execs sometimes that never make it to set. Oh, yeah. I think the most important thing that happens is on a film set, yeah. and I knew that's where I wanted to be. It's the most fun to be. see, too. Totally. I mean, that makes sense with your line, liking line producing, then, because at least you can see everything happening. Yeah, and I didn't know like where I wanted to be yeah. on set. Uh, I just kind of pursued production, and, and that panned out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I didn't know. I feel like I could have just as easily ended up in props. Yeah. Or, I mean, not hair and makeup, because I don't even know how to do any of that <laughs> stuff. But That is very similar to my own story, because, like, I came out here, like, I was pursuing voiceover originally. Really? Yeah, and then... You've I, got a great voice. Yeah, g- 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 give him a couple. Thank you. Give him, g- give him old man, right? Go. I, I don't feel very good. I b- broke my ankle coming up the driveway, but <laughs> still s- smells good. Um, By the way, but, he used to do this on the walkie too. I remember, oh yeah, I remember him yeah, getting on our walkie talkies on set and it. hearing that voice. <laughs> and I'm like, "What's going on?" Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm bashful, and I feel it's best that if uh, somebody else speaks through me, like an that. old dead I, ghost. I get that. I love it when people do stuff like that on the walkie because we have. Uh, I do too. We have like like Floyd. Remember Flo- the onset dresser? I love Every Floyd. morning. When you're like getting ready and you're kind of still groggy, he'd be like, he'd be like, good morning, everybody on the Teen Wolf set. He would do a long winded walkie check. Yeah. He'd be like, this is Floyd, your on set dresser for today. And this is a walkie check. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he would do the same thing when he was going to leave for the day. He'd be like, this was a wonderful day on this set, blah, blah, blah. I'll see you tomorrow. This is Floyd Connor signing off. Signing off. <laughs> no, that's the even like Damien's like little stuff. He's like, oh, Damien, what's your twenty? Well, I am on the set of Teen Wolf season five. Yeah, uh, <laughs> on the stage of Beacon Hills inside of the high school. <laughs> Both Thank those you. guys are precious. That's what angels. I mean. It's like these little things. Like it, it, it brings light to your. Day. Yeah. It does. I I call it. Um, so when 
when the director of the first AD calls rap for the day and everyone runs out and turns off their walkie, yeah. a lot of us are still there wrapping up and, yes. yeah. and I call it, I call it walkie stuff. after dark. Walkie. It's my favorite thing to <laughs> listen to <laughs> because people just get so much more cat. Like, what are you doing tonight? You going to the bar? Yeah. yeah. Like, people yeah. just get so casual on the walkie yeah, knowing know. that like, Everyone else has turned at it off. At the bar, and... we're getting wrecked at the camera truck right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it's usually the PAs, too, because they're the ones still they working. Totally. They still have their walkies Everybody, on. Yeah, uh, important leave... people went home, and the PAs are just going wild. Usually, usually they're like younger, and it's yeah, like they've totally. only been on a couple shows, and they're just chatting. I got I to bring my Zoom recorder, because I know if you just plug into the... There's like the earplug outlet. If you oh, just yeah. plug into that and hit record, record, we could probably get some good stuff from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like there's got to be something, but no, walkies are just fun to play with. They you are. Know? Like it's, I imagine similar for like firefighters and having like a hose. You know, like yeah. it's just fun just spraying water <laughs> just around. Spraying you know, my dad had a um. <laughs> growing up, my I don't know why my dad had this, but. I guess would you call it a CB radio? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. the like, radio. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. CB and radios. so I used to like scan the channels. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know why my dad had this. Why did he have it? I have a no lot idea. of people that yeah, because I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a hobby. To, yeah, back, yeah, back in like, I feel like it was really popular in like the seventies and stuff. Seventies, eighties. I mean, did you ever watch Smoking the Bandit? There's just a community on yeah. that thing. Um, you know the the truckers chat on there. There's people running. Uh, they're smuggling stuff. Um, it's a weird world, and everyone has like a code name. It's yeah. very much the internet mm-hmm. before the internet, but yeah, only like totally. in proximity. Yeah, I, I used to work with this guy, and he he said he used to have like a central command, like with his CB radios, and like his his code yeah. name was Potato Chip. <laughs> Let's be real. It's just fun to eavesdrop on people sometimes. Totally. I think that's what it is. It's like finding it just like random conversations. It's, it, it's mm-hmm. so weird because it's like an intimate channel to anyone that could pick up your signal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when happened. I was younger. Yeah, but I used that's to want one in my but, car. But even though, had, even, even back I in the had this Mustang. <laughs> back in the <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, I, I had a um, a '91 Mustang back oh. when I was in Jersey, and uh, I used to like street race idiots. And uh, do you have like a leather jacket and like a no, no? I was like... just this uh, like a chaos. I mean, there's nothing to do in New Jersey except cause trouble. Yeah. So me and my friends would just like run from the cops and be fucking little idiots. He would cause trouble, do all this thing, and that night he was a vigilante and caught the same people doing that shit and <laughs> beat them true. up. <laughs> I mean, those were two different errors of my life okay yeah. fair um no but even like in the late 90s like you remember when like i don't know walkie talkies were like such a huge thing like everybody was getting yeah. walkie talkies in the late 90s and stuff like that like ev- probably every one of us got for christmas at some point a set of walkie talkies mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and then if you turn it on especially like around there like you start to intercept people's channels just around mm-hmm. and stuff it's like i know the the I wish that happened more, but on set they're more frequency based. But yeah, yeah. there it's like they were open range. Like you would just change it, and totally. you would find mm-hmm. other people having conversations. And we used to <laughs> eavesdrop all the time on that shit. Which is just funny to me that like two two grown adults are like, let's talk on our walkie talkies. Like to me, it's like as a kid, we were like, okay, I got walkie talkies. You go stand outside. I'll stand inside. We'll talk to each other, and then we'll switch. You know, oh yeah, like, there's a whole there's a whole etiquette when you're doing shenanigans. There's a whole <laughs> etiquette and dialogue. It's like we don't say over and stuff like that, but yeah. there's I mean, yeah, go for go for Mikey to Grant. Yeah, copy. What's your 20? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> copy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. 
It's a whole language. Which like I always thought was was funny because like I was never taught that in college, like the walkie language. Nobody was. And then <laughs> my first either. PA job we were shooting, it was called like Percy something some kids movie in the copperhead conspiracy or whatever <laughs> percy jackson and like the it, spear of no 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 but it, it had like ernie hudson in it and i don't know if i was a pa we we're shooting in michigan and it was like um i i could not remember the word copy so like <laughs> you know so they'd be like hey we need someone to go do this and Paste. i would just i would just go over there and start doing it and then like somebody would be already be over there or somebody would come over and be like oh i didn't know you were doing this and i was like oh i I just went and did it. And they're like, no, no, you got to say copy. And I was like, right. And so like right. the, <laughs> and the, the AD like lost his fucking mind on me because he'd be like, I need someone to go do that. And I'd be like, well, uh, uh, Roger. And he'd be like, just say copy. And I'd be like, copy, right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> copy. Got it. Yes. And then the next time he'd be like, I need someone to go do that. I'd be like, uh, a, a, a gra- Grant's on it. A okay. And he'd, right. be like, he'd be like, stop it. <laughs> right, Tosa. <laughs> right. Up, up, and away. Yeah. Zippity doo <laughs> So, Marcus. Yes. Did you hit a point in PA where you were like, I want to just, I want to be a line producer at that point? Like, this is seems to be the right plat- no, path. No, I don't. Or? I don't think I even knew what I was doing. I, I really don't. I, I wish that my, one of my biggest regrets. is... You're still is, coasting, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> is wishing I, I had like honed in on what I wanted to do early on. I think when I was a PA, I was just excited to be there and be a part of it. That I you know, don't, I don't think I had like a trajectory or, or a certain thing that I wanted to do, but I don't know, I guess eventually, um, I realized like, Oh, okay. The next step I can work in the office and be like an assistant production coordinator. Right. And then from there, production coordinator, I think I, I never had like a long term goal. It was always just like short term to figure out like where I can. It was, next. That's it, better. It was uh, survival and like yeah. opportunities that came at you. Totally. You grabbed at them. That was that's my career too. Totally. Yeah. But I, at a certain point, then you must have made like the conscious decision where you're like, totally, I'm, I'm going to only do these type of jobs. Yeah. Once I realized like, okay, I, I'm getting good at this. I understand what I'm doing. Um, then at that point, I realized, okay, producing is it for me. That's like my yeah. end goal. Um, and, and, you and it still had, is my end goal. It and it's still like, uh, Yeah. yeah. And, and I, a lot of times I think sometimes people want to branch out and do a different part of, you know, like producers sometimes want to direct or directors want to produce or whatever. I was going to ask that. I don't really have that bug. Do you have I a bug to want, write? No. No. I don't want to write. <laughs> Directing is so tough. I would never want to do Directing that. Is Producing tough. is tough, but directing you just gotta like deal with the actors and to me I just can't deal with, with I just can't. I love directing. Do you? I don't yes. mind directing either. <laughs> Everyone has a role and and I just feel like that's not my role. I can produce all day long, whether it's logistically or creatively, but I'm gonna let directors direct and I'm gonna let writers write, and that's not me. Yeah, that makes sense. So would you would you build like is line producing the perfect thing or do you you want to executive be the executive? Yeah, executive. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. On, you want to be on set pretty much the whole time from what it sounds like. Yeah. If when not, you get to a certain not, level, like, you're like <laughs> you don't see a lot of execs once they get to a certain totally, level. Totally, which you know? is fine because you, you can't you know, I don't I feel like it depends on the executive that producer. Is true. Uh some like to be around. Others they got too many things running and uh 
They're spread a little thin. Well, it's a lot of like, you can't say, because that's where you're saying the show running thing. Wait, to be a showrunner, you really got to have that writing bug in you, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be you a showrunner without writing. You have to be a part of the process. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a thing with, like, I have the most respect for the line producer than anybody. I think that all line producers should get an executive producer credit, to be completely fair. Because I think they do more producing work than any, from what I see anyway. Everybody else just like, well, here's some money. Yeah, they need <laughs> Not to pay, everybody else. They need to pay, <laughs> uh, be real. pay closer attention to what's going on. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 their ass. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, if it does, if a show doesn't work out, or if they go over budget, or if they they all go to that person. They don't go to the executive producer. They go to the, the line mm-hmm. producer because yeah. they're the person really producing everything that's happening. They're make they're overlooking the hiring and all that stuff. Like, and every and working with you guys, I'm sure you get to hire and given your input to totally. who gets to come into a lot of shows and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that makes completely sense. So when you do get a job. Your favorite prop master is yeah. right here. Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. If there are ever That's true. Jobs, it is true. That ever come Pat Russo is pretty fucking amazing, too. But Oh, Pat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pat, I do like Pat, Pat Russo. He's Pat. such a gentleman. I don't know Pat Russo. Who's He's a good dude. You don't know Pat Russo? I don't think so. He's he's actually the prop master that... Because um, he was he, he spent years and years and years and years running sets and as an assistant prop master. And he finally moved up uh, in his early 40s. And then he got a trailer and did the whole thing. And then I hit him up cause I was close to him and I worked with him on, on uh, penny dreadful and a couple other things. And then he was just like, I was like, Oh, I got this call for American horror stories. Cause I got the call from that. Cause our good friend Eve, I think that's how you got the job too. It was Eve. Eve threw my name in the threw, ring. Yeah. yeah. Threw your name in the ring. Yeah. So thank God for Eve, but she <laughs> Thanks, threw my Eve. name in the, in the <laughs> ring and she called me and she's like, Oh, do you want to do like a, we're going to do this thing. It's going to be great. And I was like, yeah, I think she was talking about lies on demand. I was like, yeah, easy show. Fuck yeah. Let's like go in and we're going to coast. Like oh, this is going to be wait, nice. But that, that never happened, right? It be- wasn't lies be- on demand. She didn't, she wasn't specifying what the job was. So I said, yes. And then she's like, oh, great. And then she called me a couple days later. She's like, all right, it's a Ryan Murphy. I was like, well, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> it's a Ryan Murphy <laughs> thing. And I was like, what is it? She's like, well, it's a spinoff of American Horror Story. It's American Horror Story. I was like, ooh, I don't think I'm qualified to do this job. And she's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, of course you are. I was like, I got to hurry up and get a trailer real quick. And I got to look like a real prop master now. Because I had done, the only thing she knew me for was that one episode of Into the Dark. Yeah. Good boy. I came in to do the one episode of Into the Dark. And she... I guess was impressed, so impressed by just the one episode that was like, no, we I want killed you. it. Uh, yeah, we did so fucking well. That yeah. anything they asked. Well, you were on longer because, and I, I'm not going to shit talk anybody else, but apparently there were problems in the prop department. Yeah, be- before, before and 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 it caused a lot of things to where changes needed to be made. So <laughs> that's it. So I guess I made an impression without even knowing it because I went in and I worked with her and stuff like that. And it towards she didn't really say anything. Like I. Went in, did we did the job? We did a good job. It wasn't. It was a fine episode. It wasn't like the hardest job we've ever done. No, not compared to that. What is it? The auto in the attic. Oh that, that one was God. a nightmare. <laughs> the one that we had done before that. Yeah. So this one was that, like coasting compared to that. That was extra hard because of some of the people. Yeah, it was asking for things that like why would we have that? Nobody ever right. talked about that. Yeah, well, it was one of those. You guys got like. A shotgun just hanging around? No. <laughs> we're just, no. We're a low budget movie. We have what you asked for. Yeah, and it's some, a low budget movie. But yeah. we don't have like Yeah, so that was it. It's like she called me for that and I like I was like, Well, 
I I had a conversation with Jackie. I was like, so should we just go all in on this now? Like, I'm just a prop master. Like, I'm done assisting. Like, say it because, I mean, I don't want to, like, give too much away, but, like, much higher rate than I've ever gotten. Much higher kit rental than I've ever gotten. Much higher, like, everything than I've ever gotten. I was like, we're going to make some real money off of this. Yeah. Well, it's the first time. (laughs) Now I'm getting experience. Because you say, he knows. I was in before he was, too. But that's what also changed my negotiation tactic between season one to season two. Which Susan agreed with me anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Um, and change it up. So I like the the money was just great. I live in a nice house now, and I'm able to. I mean, it's getting really dicey with this writer strike. Oh yeah, <laughs> not having work since February, but that's the beast of the industry, I guess. Um, but apparently, I made an impression on her. Yeah, and I didn't know that. And like when she said, "Yeah, you like I have faith in you or whatever to do this." I was just like, we just have to go all in. Like, let's spend a ton of money on all this stuff and just go in. And I was, and I kept saying to Carly, because Carly was my first. You remember Carly? She was yeah. ran the set for season one. Yeah. Um, and I kept saying to the her, prop like, sisters, Carly yeah, the prop and, sister, Car- and Gabby. Gabby. Yeah, Carly and yeah. Gabby. And I was like, if we make it through without getting fired, then I was like, as long as we can make it a couple episodes before getting fired, I'm good. I'm, like, I'll be happy. <laughs> you set the bar real low. I did. Well, because I, I've we don't heard get fired Ryan, on the it's first Ryan episode. Murphy. <laughs> I've heard Ryan Murphy movies or shows like prop masters are infamous for like either quitting or getting fired and stuff. So like I didn't have super expectations. And that's what Pat Russo said. Like I called him and he's like, dude, go buy a trailer right now. Don't ever look back. And he's like, if you get fired, nobody's going to fault you for the next job you're going to be offered because it's a Ryan Murphy show. They're gonna be like, Oh, it was a Ryan Murphy show. Okay. You get the next job anyway, because everybody gets fired for Ryan Murphy show. Not this show. We found out this show was, very very friendly, but <laughs> well, no, that's that's the thing. Like I, I, every time I mention working on American Horror Stories, I almost like unanimous. I get, ooh, sorry, and it's like no, I I didn't think it was that bad because I've worked on actually. I worked on yeah. Uh, you have Dahmer. to convince people to come on, but, but you know that that may have been one of the reasons why props went so smoothly because it was like prepared for the worst, maybe. But then, like, oh, well. But, like, we everybody on set, like, I didn't think there was really too many people that I had any sort No, of I think that was with. the like, big the thing about it. The whole crew was just super chill. Yeah. Like, there were rough days, but, like, there's always going to be rough days. Yeah. yeah. But and we're, you know, all in it together and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Roughest I mean, day was definitely the uh, Big Bear getting all the dead bodies out of the... Oh, that's oh, yeah. season it was, one. It was, it was just yeah, yeah me one. and Franny with the headlamps, with a, a <laughs> medic standing by. Jackie did come up eventually and helped oh, out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, how many dead bodies did we have? Like twelve or twelve? No, it was like twelve. It was, was like, like, yeah, was it like sixteen. I can't remember. <laughs> I have two numbers in my head. It was either twelve or sixteen, like dead bodies. It changed, it changed the dialogue of dead bodies with her because I was like, ah, we could get some dummies. It was cool. I was like, second season. I was like, I'll do two. We can do two bodies. So Everything else, you need to get a body tech because we cannot. They, or we need three extra people. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just for co- some con- uh, context for listeners, if we have any. Um, <laughs> we had uh, all, all these dead dummies like up in these trees and stuff. <laughs> the and, tree. then, and then, and then uh, everybody who was working on that scene went down the hill to shoot another scene. But it was like me and like another prop person, and we have like little headlamps in the pitch darkness of where a there mountain, were bear reportings of a, of a mountain <laughs> forest 
with like a medic standing by and we're pulling all these dead bodies out of the trees in the in the pitch darkness where uh so they're covered in blood like this fake blood yeah, fake and blood. it's got it's like sweet and it's attracting spiders <laughs> yeah. so everybody has i heard three spiders minimum like huge spiders in it i remember one crawling out of this dead body's shirt and it had like an egg sack on it oh. i was like I was like, do we do we get a spider bump? And there's nothing there's nothing you could really. Oh, you'll do. get a spider bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm covered in I'm covered at least in spider two. bumps. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I remember like there you we just had to like pick them up. And throw them on the back of a gator. I remember yeah, they're like we, decked out golf carts and the trailers in the back because that was the only road to, I think that could get yeah, down the road. Yeah, but like yeah, so we had to carry the bodies to the gator though. So it's like they're covered in blood and, and spiders. spiders and stuff. So we have to pick up each well after getting it out of the tree <laughs> and then carrying it over. And I remember all the blood was and uh, it was gooped up so much, and the um, the clothing was like sticking to the dummies, and we had to like cut them off with knives and we're yeah. ripping them all off. And, we, and we're out in the middle of, of the forest, um, and we, so we have to uh, we're cleaning all the blood off with like a Hudson sprayer, like <laughs> yeah. We clean all these dummies up, and they're all naked again, and we pack them up to be taken back to ISS. And I remember getting back to set, and then the the director goes. Ooh, uh, how long would it take to set all those dead bodies back up there? <laughs> and Mikey goes, "No, we're not doing it." Who was directing that one? Manny. Oh, Manny, Manny. It, it was yeah, a Manny yeah. one. No, I went up because I remember. But like, we. we I remember Brian. No, I was yeah. Brian was sitting there just like, no, they said that, and then they're ready. Not some. They were. I wasn't wearing a radio, but I think whoever was on the truck. I think Franny was on the truck at that point. They were like, "Oh," and they're like, "Oh, they're asking for all the dummies." You know, I was like, "What? <laughs> no!" It was just, and I went down. And I was like, "Hey, Manny, Manny, can we can we talk for a second? <laughs> him aside. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. I want to just go back and get a couple of more shots down there." I was like, "So those bodies are in a truck halfway to L.A. right now?" And he's like, "Fine. I guess we can't do it." And yeah. Brian comes up to me and goes, "Thank you." it's <laughs> yeah. like there's no way there was way. just no way there's no way no we could have done it because yeah not only were they all cleaned up and everything but like the clothing that they that was on them was destroyed like, and the episode we, we turned cut out it good. off yeah it was, it was great what was this season one or two everything season one. blurs season one. together season one yeah, up in big bear that. we up shot in big bear, bear. And i what loved episode it was it it was the episode, like, six four with the like the the ghouls out in the woods, the, yeah, like the uh, the cannibals. It was the cannibal called people. No, it wasn't called. Cannibal no, it people. wasn't called cannibal people. I forget. But it was about the kid. The kid Cody. was missing. Yeah, Cody. Cody's uh, he, Agent was Cody Banks too. Yeah. Lost in the woods. <laughs> what were those Agent people? Ferals. Ferals. Yes, Ferals. I couldn't think of the yeah. word. It was actually one of my favorite episodes. It was like, so funny. I, I had the most fun on that episode. Even like as hard as Big Bear, Big Bear was, I think everybody had the most fun up there. That was than so. Anything. We had so, so much good. fun. There was one. There was one day in particular when everybody from the crew was like out and about in the in the oh, town. Man. In the town, up, we took over the town. We all ended up in that bar, the, the karaoke bar. Oh, I oh missed that's where you you lost your. Hoodie. I hit him up. He's like. 
was, he's like, I, I can't sick. come because then I'll. You were also like, if I come though, I also have to be a chaperone technically. <laughs> we were still in the time of COVID, and I was yeah. like terrified if I were to show up to the karaoke oh. bar, and we all went down because of COVID, and I was there. What did you have COVID? But I also no. like was sick at that. I like did not feel well, so I didn't come meet everyone. Oh my no. god, yeah. it was. We were taken over. But the I time. heard it was. A it blast. was. They it took. Was they kept night. the carry. They kept like the bar usually closed at ten, even at weekends because it's a mountain they, town. Yeah, but there's so many. In but the, like, yeah, like they, there was. We it overtook it so much because they were like, oh, so they, they, they were like, like, last call, everybody at like nine forty-five, like last half call, the, half and the then film and then everybody's like, oh, ten minutes later they come on, they're like. So the bartenders have gotten together and decided they'll stay as long as you do. So bars <laughs> open. <laughs> wow. And they just If you've never done karaoke with a film crew, you should do it. Ooh, I highly recommend oh it cuz you always find out a little bit more about people. Yes. You'll get like the most like burly macho man grip or transpo driver doing like Celine Dion or Madonna. And you're <laughs> oh, just like, yeah. where did that come from? Yeah, it was fantastic. I moved out here to be a singer. Yeah. That, Started driving a truck. That is always fun when you're on a show and then you're like, well, let's go to this bar. And they're like, this is a little dive bar right by where we're shooting. And then like the whole crew shows up and you're just like, that is a lot of fun taking yeah. over yeah. like any sort of bar or yeah, restaurant. It's it it amazing. Because, like, I love the little traveling, especially with the crew that you've gotten together. Like we did, we did San Diego and we we weren't there as long. I still had a blast in San Diego though. Oh yeah, San Diego was awesome. We like my favorite thing is like usually production. Wait, was that the scuba episode? The scuba episode. Yeah, I missed. You missed. The El Cajon. So we were like San Diego adjacent. Yes. Yeah. 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 But the best thing about it is usually production. 90% of the time if you're like if your crew is willing to get a house together they're over the moon because they save almost a thousand dollars on hotels and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. and they're we, like yeah, as long we, as you find it or whatever so that's what we did in we Big jammed Bear. a bunch of us we had that, a huge house. house and we we're all it was like a thousand dollars a night but in retrospect it still saved a bunch of money because you're not yeah, t- instead taking of giving seven all people these individual into people. individual rooms yeah so even we did that we did that in El Cajon and we got like this huge house with a huge pool with the waterfall feature a and a golf course and a golf yeah a mini, a, <laughs> mini a golf putting green yeah, yeah. The mini uh. golf in the back and stuff like that it you were fantastic. you were making us drinks i came down like like uh the day halfway, halfway through, through the day before because it was 100 degrees and mike was like there's a pool and i'm like all right i guess i'm just going on down my way. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that worked out in your favor it's so hard when you take a film crew out of town because you can't find housing for everyone so right. it actually helped us when that's what you saying. or you know other people it on usually, the crew and that's what bunked my, up in it my Airbnb. first question is always like can i get an airbnb house for my crew because i mean most the time i mean it doesn't happen for most crews because a lot of crews don't like each other as much as yeah, we do in fair, our prop yeah. department so we can't do that i mean even on our up in big bear when we did it like we had the onset dresser stayed with us too and then we had somebody in the costume department stay with us too because she liked us or she liked the girls so much like she, they were best friends so it was like getting pieces of it but again that like helps them out so usually a lot of times they're just like yeah because we don't have to find a room for you so great if you find it we'll cover it <laughs> so we'll find like a beautiful house and just do that and that's totally. the way to go <laughs> so shit for anybody out the department heads that want to like try <laughs> to do that and locational stuff that's what we do oh you guys want to change gears a little bit uh, sure. sure yeah okay so um we are officially starting or have officially started our um, contest, our oh. movie quote dialogue contest, 
We posted it on our Instagram. You mm-hmm. posted some around town here. Yeah, I, I printed off a bunch of flyers, walked around Glendale, stuck them on lamp posts and yeah. in elevators, and just slapped yeah. them everywhere. So I we think. have a contest. If you want to win real movie swag, so we're gonna be giving away hoodies with that are props. <laughs> like you're shaking your head at no, me. No, no, it's 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 a prop. Gwyneth Paltrow used this hoodie to beat a man to death. It's a prop wrap hoodie. I have a couple other prop like or just crew swag. We're gonna use it as a giveaways. We have a couple things that we're doing. So if you want to win some of this stuff, all you gotta do is call us at eight zero five six six nine seven five five six and give us your best movie impersonation. Like I I want a fucking monologue though. Like I want. <laughs> Like, I want you to really go for it. That's who's going to win. And I think it's, uh, what we said, the end of July, we're going to name the winners. So we already got a f- couple submissions. Yeah, it sounds like they're all from my little brother. It's, I think they're all <laughs> are. But we're going to listen to them. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Um, or, or at least a few of them. Because uh, at first I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, this, all right, well. I was posting them on bus stops because I was hoping we'd get like some... This is my impression of uh, Jack Nicholson from, uh, like, Chinatown and stuff. (laughs) Hey, it's me, Jack Nicholson from Chinatown and stuff. Let's go Lakers. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely the Winner. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was Jack Nicholson. (laughs) He said his name. (laughs) He said Lakers. It's totally Jack Nicholson. Yeah, so (laughs) that was the first one, and here's, here's another one we got. Hi, this is my impression of uh, Steve Buscemi from Spy Kids 2. Hey, it's me, Steve Buscemi from Spy Kids 2. <laughs> uh, I helped out on 9-11. <laughs> what, did he, what did Steve Buscemi do on 9-11 to he help was, out? So yeah. he was like a retired fireman. Oh. And he like went there as a fireman. A volunteer like, fireman. Yeah. He just showed up and just started like, helping digging people out. Yeah. With his old crew. Oh, that was a good impression, then. Shemming <laughs> yeah. a national treasure. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, I smelled some of the... Uh, this is my impression of Samuel L. Jackson from Star Wars 2 Attack of the Clones. Hey, it's me, Samuel L. Jackson from Star Wars 2 Attack of the Clones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is like this is gonna be a really tough competition. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of shit my little brother and I do all the time. Like when um I can't believe Samuel L. Jackson called it. (laughs) (laughs) When the uh the first Star Wars reboot came out, the um JJ Abrams one, and I went back home for Christmas and there was just like Star Wars shit everywhere in every store, Star Wars on on candy bars, Star Wars and our game was whenever we went out like to a store, whoever saw the first Star Wars thing, run over to it and then loudly point it out to everybody else. Like, hey, look, they got Star Wars toothbrushes. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like that was we did that for two weeks straight, just running around. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, this is my impression of Glenn Close from 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Glenn Close from 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> There's some like background music in that. Did you, I, 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 yeah, oh, did you, this some, is in the beginning. Some other you, person's phone ringing. Yeah, oh, did, he's probably watching TV while he's doing this. Uh, <laughs> this is my. <laughs> he didn't even turn off the TV for this. God, what an asshole. He hung up and called uh, out some sort of Jeopardy. This answer. is my impression of Sean Penn. 
from I Am Sam. Hey, it's me, Sean Penn from I Am Sam. I mean, at least he's getting creative. <laughs> Some of them. The Lakers one was the, otherwise he just repeated. Uh, this is my impression of Keanu Reeves from A River Runs Through It. Hey, it's me, Keanu Reeves <laughs> from A River Runs Through It. And the last one, finally. Uh, this uh. is my impression of Liam Neeson from Taken 3. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Liam Neeson from Taken 3. I didn't, I didn't see Taken 3. I mean, I saw the first one, but like, it's it's his kid that keeps getting taken, right? In like, 2 and 3? I don't know who I, they I, keep taking. How many kids this guy's got? I don't know. I always yeah. like that line from Deadpool where they're like, they made three of those movies. At a yeah. certain point, he's just a bad dad. So, so if you're listening and want to win an American Horror Story, American Horror Stories props crew hoodie Woo. that's right um that's your competition right it's now a small. <laughs> let them know it's a small it's a small we're not making a new one no. <laughs> we only have one you get what no. you get I'm, i might have a t I, I do have a medium-sized t-shirt from season one also so I, I have some swag i could throw in i have a uh special uh the netflix show special beanie oh i have and he's all that hat I have nope. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a extra large old dad's uh, T-shirt from the Bill Burr movie that hasn't come out yet. Old dads. Oh, see, that'll mm, be great. Yeah. So these are the things you could win, um, and this is your competition. <laughs> We're just so giving far. away swag that doesn't fit. <laughs> so yeah, it's pr- essentially. So if 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 you think you can do better than, hey, it's Keanu Reeves from. Whatever the fuck he said, <laughs> then yeah, call in at 805-669-7556. Um, Wait, what was that number again? Uh, that's 805-669-7506. 800-588-2300-EMPIRE today. today. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about some TV and movie news? Um, Sure. Hold on. Here, so the but... writers are still striking. Yeah, and, uh, and that's about it. I, actually, <laughs> I was kind of curious, like what your opinion is of that, like from oh, from gosh. a production standpoint. I mean, rumor There's, has it there. I I totally understand why why they're striking. Obviously, right? We get it. Um, What's the rumor though that you've heard? The I've, rumor I've is heard... that this thing is going to go all summer. I've heard ninety days at least, and I feel uh-huh. like that's kind of what yeah. everyone's hearing. And I've got a lot of friends who are actors part of SAG-AFTRA and they're gearing up for their negotiations and they're hungry to strike as well because they feel like they're not going to get a fair deal no yeah I've heard this they've already pre-approved a strike right and it was unanimous One what thing, about DGA though oh, I don't think DGA's I, I think they, they, they did, they're going to do the same thing they did last time and work out the deal way yeah. early and just... I've heard it's already worked out oh, really yeah because it's it's there they got to sign it like second week of June that's what I've heard, because like, there's rumors everywhere. Yeah. One thing that's not a rumor, I did not know, and just doing a little research about SAG, Fran Dresser is the president of SAG. Yeah. Which is, to me, hilarious. And so huh? fitting. <laughs> who who yeah. is that? Wow. From, from the nanny. The nanny. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so fitting that, like, an actress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, like, an actress is... 
the president of well, yeah, the Screen Actors Guild. Well, yeah, they have to be. I mean, it has to be a member, and that's the thing. Just like uh, the Art Directors Guild, the yeah, president is fair. an Art Directors Guild member. Yeah. He's a it production would, designer. It would be weird if the president of SAG is like, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm Carl. I'm the mechanic down the <laughs> street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They fair. said no, they yeah, had a job opening. I'm have, doing this. It has to be a member. Whether it be, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter how high up in the rank they are. But it's, it's interesting because you would always picture like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the mentality where it's like, if you can't, if you can't act, you teach. You know. So I would imagine it would be an actor that totally. doesn't act. Uh, totally. Not always, though. I mean, no. That's a, that's, a, that's the a, art directors a, guild president did crazy rich Asians and stuff. I, right. And I'm just saying this is a mentality I have where it's like, yeah. You know, that sounds like a good racket. You know, <laughs> an aging actor who that's doesn't want to be in front of the camera anymore. But yeah. So Frank yeah. So yeah. Um, by the time this comes out, was <laughs> that we have one come out this week? It will come out uh, a week and a half from now. I think this episode will. So yeah, a week and a half from now. So writer strike would definitely still be going on. I'm very confident in that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm ass- I'm assuming it's going to go. I'm I, I, more than a hundred days. I've started applying. I was talking to Brooks. We started applying <laughs> for movie theater jobs because we want to yeah. try to movie find movie theater jobs. Yeah, so I'm okay with working in a movie theater because it's a job that I can just like be like, all right, I got this other job that I make more than your manager now. So well, bye. <laughs> see, with like unemployment, you make four fifty a week. That's not enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough. No, but uh, it does a movie theater pay. Sixteen dollars an hour. So if but I can are get you are you going to get the hours though? Yeah, like, are you going to get full time. hours? You get like 20, I want to go for full time. I'm going to talk about getting full time. That's the issue that I have because I feel like a lot of these uh, jobs. Well, that's also why I want. I was talking about. Here's the problem. I want a server job, but I've never served before. So it's hard mm. to get a server job when I've never been a server I because I think my personality is is infectious, and I think I can get people to tip me lots of money. But nobody wants to hire me. Server. <laughs> you should do that Stripping. server reality show, Vanderpump Rules. You should apply for that and be a be like a Ooh. you know on camera well, dramatic server well, who you fights. See, when you when you submit those like entry uh, videos or whatever, you got to be so over the top. And I don't know if I could, maybe Grant can bring it out of me here. Try to try like say I'm I'm going for a Vanderpump Rules audition. Video. Actually, I don't know what Vanderpump Rules is. I'm gonna say it's that right. a it's a show about. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump is a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star, and she's this entrepreneur and restaurateur, uh, and she she has a couple restaurants in West Hollywood. Uh, One is named Sir, and the other one is called Pump, uh, and it's a reality show about servers and waiters and busboys and the drama that they have behind the scenes. Do they make enough money? Well, I think they make money now with the show with the camera yeah I mean, they're on their 10th season so a lot of these things i've like, learned reality shows the average is like 1200 bucks per episode if they'll if you're a featured person i was going to break up with ariana regardless but you didn't you f***ed your boss friend instead <laughs> nice they all date each other and work at the same restaurant i mean that was kind of my experience i did a restaurant job for a year and a half after college i was the dish pit opera like the dish pit Oh, so you hooked up with everyone? No, see, <laughs> nobody wanted to have sex with the dish pit guy. I, I've no? been, I've been a dishwasher. Oh, I would have. <laughs> I've been, I've been a dishwasher and I've been a cook. Yeah. I don't want to fucking be in the kitchen. No. I don't want to be no, back there. It and sucks. that's what I'm saying. So I, I, like, I already interviewed for a server job at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Woo! I know. And I went in and they're like, "Well, 
They're like, you're kind you, of they're old. They're like, you haven't done this. They're like, <laughs> we can give you a host job, but they make minimum wage. And sometimes she's like, I can give you a kitchen job right now for seventeen fifty an hour. And I was like, I don't want to work in the kitchen, no. man. I really don't want to be back there anymore. Like, I've no. done that. I worked at Chuck E. Cheese in the kitchen for three years. Wow. I don't want to be in the bowels of a kitchen anymore. No, I don't want to be there. It's hot. It's like, I remember. I want to work with people. I like people. Yeah. Like, I want to interact with people. People that will tip you money. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? And then now in California, I think like all the servers get $15 an hour anyway. So tips is just extra on top of that. Yeah. Like that's where you can make your money. <laughs> so that's your fall fallback plan. I mean, I'm probably going to end up at the movie theater because that's one place I will work for 16 bucks an hour and just hang out because you get free movies and, and half price concessions. And I'll just work a shift and I, see I every do, single movie that I You're have. still in the industry. I'm still technically <laughs> in the industry. And I feel like my experience, like, I've never worked in a movie theater before, but I feel like, well, I've worked 12 years in the film industry. And they're like, well, I guess that's some experience. Yeah. That would be yes. kind of funny if you were working and you're like, they're like, what would you recommend? And you're like, this movie, I worked on it. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I was the prop master. Look for my name in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing anymore. I used to <laughs> do. Passed. My favorite oh minimum my wage job I had was Blockbuster. I wow. worked there for three years while I was going to community college. If they college. had a video store, I would do that, too. <laughs> yeah. Every uh, Friday and Saturday were a busy day, so they had to have... So busy, I bet, yeah. Oh, yeah, but you had to have two people on register, and then you had one person that had to put on this dumb red apron that had to just go around and talk to the customers yep. about movies, and they always stuck me with that job. And I kind of loved it, yeah. but like nobody took my suggestions. They're like, what's a good movie? I'm like, what are you looking for? And they'd be like, a comedy. I'm like, have you seen The Big Lebowski? They're like, no. And I'm like, it's great. Like... Did that come out recently? No, 1998. And they're like, oh, I'm not interested in that. And I was like, you fucking idiot. What about Are We Done Yet? Was that a good movie? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, I also, I do, oh, here we go, here we go. Because we weren't able to get to a lot of it last episode. So I do have movies, new movies that I've seen that we should talk about. Sure. Let's hear it. All right, all right. Um, And you guys are are more than welcome to jump in. Um, The big ones, the new releases... Really wanted to talk about. Uh, I saw Air. Oh, okay. That new. Um, um, what the hell's his name? The Chase, Boston Boys. Uh, um, Jason Bateman. It's got nope, a. Um, that's not a Boston boy. Yeah, but he's. He, he is in it. He, he is. In he it, would yes. be the driving force for me to see that movie. I like Jason Bateman. He's barely in it. It's Matt that's Damon. Matt Damon is the is a star in it, and then and then um, Batman. What the hell is his name? Ben Affleck. Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck directed it, and then he's like the boss in it or whatever. And it's about Chris, Air Jordans coming through. Uh, Chris Chris Tucker's in it, isn't he? Chris Tucker is in it. No, we were watching that, and then I saw Chris Tucker come on because he has a major role, and I was like, oh my god, it's Chris Tucker. And yeah. I talked to Jackie. I was like, what have we seen Chris Tucker in since freaking like uh, a Rush Hour? Yeah. Oh, Chris Tucker. I okay, mean, he okay. was amazing in Fifth Element. I know a lot of people hate on his role in Fifth Element. I love Fifth Element. He's got some of the best lines in it. Like, you know, count down to ten. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five. Yeah, like, and he's filled out. He's definitely a lot bigger than he was in uh, Rush Hour. But... I- I always wonder because there was oh um, he was in Silver Linings Playbook apparently that he was, was he was he you know he had some good roles, um, but he was an error he had a good role in error and uh, air was decent it was one of those movies that's like all right it's not going to be too exciting yeah but I, it was a good movie and it's for free on Amazon Prime I think so if you want to see that I need to see it haven't seen it okay so wait what was your official review on that good yeah thumbs up 
I say uh, out of okay, five you stars. Give me, uh, you want do, me to give you five or ten out of ten? No, do a letterbox. Do a letterbox. So out of five stars, and what's your review? Okay, out of five stars, I will give it a three and a half. Ooh, okay. Three and a half because it's watchable. Yeah. It's watchable front to back. Matt Damon is kind of pleasant in it. It's kind of like a little, like, one of the things, Matt Damon plays the guy that's just, he really wants to go for Jordan. He wants to put all the eggs in one basket and take a risk, and he keeps trying to convince Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck, he's like, hey, man, how did you start Nike? Oh, you started in out of your back trunk of your car selling it, so why not take those risks, man? He's like, uh, we got a board now. And he's like, well, fuck it. I want to do this. And they want to just put all their money into Jordan, and then eventually they end up dissuading him. I mean, yeah. spoiler alert. You're telling people <laughs> no one knows Air telling- Jordan ended up happening. <laughs> um, yeah, so they ended up doing that. But it's watchable. There's just nothing, like, super exciting that happens in sure. it. So I would say it's decent. That's my official review. It's a show about shoes. If you want to watch something and you don't know what to watch, Ranking of Kings. Okay. 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 Oh, I want to watch that. Um, Ranking of Kings. mm -hmm. It's so good. Other movies I saw, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh Oh, yeah. Was it good? It was fun. That's that's what I've heard. Nothing nothing spectacular, but moves along. It has some funny moments. Yeah. Three out of five. Three out of five. So air is better. Wow. What about uh, out of ten? Out of ten. (laughs) Six. Point what five. about out of 20? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, 12. 12, yeah. Wow. 12, yes. wow. We just keep multiplying. We go out of 100? No, 12 uh, out of 20. Okay. <laughs> We're just really trying to get to where yeah. you're really at. Dungeons and Dragons, um, it's fun. There's some. There's a lot of funny moments and comedic moments in it and stuff like that. So that's where I would go in to see it. If you're a real Dungeons and Dragons fan, uh, I've talked to Brooks about it, and he is not super thrilled with it, but... I, no, he even. I think he even said the the same thing. He didn't like it the first time, second time it was like, eh. third time he was like, it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I, not enough dragons for Brooks or what? <laughs> he's, probably he's not a, enough dragons. Yeah. There's one big, really fat big, dragon, and actually, D&D it's guy. a really fun thing. There's a fat it's, dragon that's overeaten, and it's but that's trying a to reference. That's a reference to like something I thought. Maybe I don't play enough Dungeons and Dragons, so maybe I need to to be able to nah. relate a little bit. <laughs> Another movie I watched. The only other one that I really, I mean, I have other stuff I want to mention. I'll talk about them on other episodes. Or, or no, the other quantum, one I'm going to mention: Renfield. Renfield. Oh, the vampire movie with oh. Nicolas Cage. I heard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard. Is it better than his other vampire movie? No, guarantee not. I can't believe. I loved. What was his other vampire? Movie? Kiss of the Vampire, yeah. where he's just a man who thinks he's a vampire, and is like he's like a like a Wall Street executive, and he starts going insane. It's got like a famous clip where he's like, "Kiss of Death." No, 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 Kiss of the Vampire. This is Nick Cage, and it seems to be Kiss of Death. That's, that's a different. That's a wrong kiss, Mikey. <laughs> that's Nick Cage. He's in Kiss of Death too. Maybe yeah, but called, he can kiss all maybe it's called kinds vampires, of ways. Vampire's kiss. <laughs> but no, he's like a Wall kiss Street kiss of the vampire. It's it's. Uh, I feel like it's like from ninety no, four or something. That doesn't look like it's a Nick Cage no, movie. Just look up Nick Cage. This looks nineteen sixty three. Okay, hold on. Look. Nick it's Cage. like wait, one of wait, his first wait, ones. Let's watch that '63 version. <laughs> the same thing. Let's see Is what the trailer. He's a vampire. But no, there's a scene where he's like, he, he keeps having these manic episodes, and um, he's like terrorizing his office assistant. And there's a point where like she files something wrong, and he goes, "Don't you know how to file?" 
He goes, he goes, A, B, C, D. And she goes, okay, I get it. D, F, G, H, I, J, K. He keeps getting like bigger and bigger. And then he's like clapping and starts flipping furniture. And like there's another wow. scene where he. What year is it? I think I th- 80s, I want to say. 80s? Is it that old? They go back for there, huh? I think it came out. It was kind of. I, I thought, thought it was like early ish 90s. Vampire's Vampire's Kiss. 88. Wow. Yeah. That's what it is. There's a scene where he's like running down the street just screaming, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. (laughs) At one point, he gets like a gun with like blanks, but he thinks it's a real gun and tries killing himself. And then it goes off in his mouth and he goes, I can't die. How was your weekend? It's all right. You know, it's nothing worth shattering. He was an ordinary guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the the voiceover. (laughs) He was an ordinary for an extraordinary love. Back when the trade towers were still up. Rachel. I brought this girl up to my place the other night. It started with a kiss. Really hot. A very special kiss. You wanted her very badly. Yeah. A kiss. That could drive you mad. I hate interrupted love affairs, don't you? Yep, 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 yep. It's affecting his work. There you are! It's a horrible, (laughs) horrible job. And you have to do it. It's ruining his appetite. Oh. My next appointment with you is uh, Tuesday afternoon. I'd like to make it sooner. It's spoiling his sleep. (laughs) Sooner. And don't think people haven't noticed. Am I getting through to you, Alva? <laughs> he is so eccentric. My, my. For Peter Lowe. Um. That's just love. love this does love not look good. <laughs> oh, it's not, but it's... it's. I'm a professional. It's so over-the-top Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Is that the spot you were talking about? Yeah. Nicholas Cage. The tortures of the dark. But he's just going crazy, but he thinks he's Maria really a vampire. Kishida yeah. Alonso. Shoot. Do it or I'll fire you. Do you understand? <laughs> Not the floor, Alva. And Jennifer Beals. You are so pathetic. Vampires he just hooked up with a girl who wanted to do like vampire role play. And he thought Jesus. she was a real vampire. And then wow. he goes insane. Well. Um, judging by that trailer, yeah, I would say Renfield is better. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Maria Conchita Vasuela, what's her name? Where are you looking? You want me to go to the? No, in the in the in the credits of that. Yeah, Maria Conchita Alonso, and then I know that right there. Uh, Do you know she, that person? Yes, she was in our Into the Dark. She was episode. I think good boy. Really? Yes. <sighs> I think we all worked with her. Click on her name. And you guys didn't bring up Vampire's Kiss once. No, I know. Oh my god. Listen. Yeah, she was. You know, she's she's a little older than she was in this movie here. What? <laughs> she ages into the dark right there. <gasps> Whoa. Bea or Bay. She's like the neighbor. <gasps> she was of Bay. The, remember? Oh my god. We had the gardening was, gloves yeah, she, for her. Yeah, yeah. She was the bitch person that didn't want anybody coming in, but really, she yes. yeah, she was the one that got murdered. Okay. She was a little difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but right, the best way. So. The yeah. best way. When you're she a big star kiss, and you've kiss, been in such uh, feature-length movies like Vampire's Kiss and Well, no, other I mean, things. her character was that, too. <laughs> oh, okay. This totally. Her she was method. 
That's her character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she did love meth. <laughs> no, she did not. Don't, don't, don't quote me on that. Don't ever quote me. Interesting. All right, man. This is the industry right here. See, it's a small yeah. world for the yeah. industry. Yeah. It's just how Everybody it goes. knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Do that. Uh, so I watched um, the other night, I watched Ant Man, Quantumania, and. Uh, Jonathan. Oh, you're not going to take away from my Renfield review. Though. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How was Renfield? Yeah, I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Let, yeah. We, 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 we got to finish Renfield. Yeah, Renfield. You guys, do, yeah. do you not want to hear the full review of Nick Cage as a yeah, vampire you gave it three stars. and Dracula? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't give him three stars. Oh, you did? I, I would give I this one eight. four stars. Oh, really? Out of 12. Out of Five. Out of five, okay. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. What about out of 76? I, heard... <laughs> uh, I would give it a solid 57. I wow. The math's way off on that one. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think... Yeah, solid 57. Because I heard the Nicolas Cage stuff was awesome, and then I heard everything else was kind of like... The Nick Cage stuff was, was pretty great, because, I, I mean... After working with Nicolas Cage, I mean, he's, he's an actor, but I've lost faith with him as an actor, but then... Man, he plays a really good Dracula. His stuff was really, really fun. But then a lot of the fight scenes seemed excessive for this type of movie. Right. Like, Aquafina was delightful. I mean, come on. There was nothing that you could really get too angry about in this movie. And that's why I, I kind of go she back to it. They're like, oh, well, overall, it's not a fantastic movie. But it was a super entertaining movie. Like, if you want to put on a movie for background noise... You should put this movie on. <laughs> I do want to watch it. Where where can we watch it? Is I don't it think on? it's. I think it's still in theaters. No, it's streaming. Oh, is it streaming? Amazon Prime free? Prime. On Amazon oh. Prime. If you have if you have Prime, go to Amazon Prime. Check it out. Um, I think I'm max. I still haven't watched the um, stuff with um, what we do in the shadows. Oh yeah. What about what, about what we do in the shadows? I think I, I said I'm maxed out on my like vampire construction. Random. Vampire I still haven't stuff. seen the last season. I've never maxed. I haven't either. I love that show. The movie was fantastic. I, I couldn't get past the show because I liked the movie so much. Well, did you watch any of the show? Yeah. I couldn't. I, I, I lost interest because I was like, well, it's just not as good as the movie. I don't know. I the movie the, is perfect. The, I love the psychic but the vampire. the show, you got, give, how many episodes did you give it? Like three. Did you at least get to the episode where they go to like trying to run the city council? No. And <laughs> when Laszlo kills all the all the <laughs> raccoons. He, he goes to one of the city council where he goes, How can I help you? And uh she goes, Well, I don't know, I've been having a raccoon probably goes, Consider it done and she just opens her door the next day and there's a pile of dead raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> give give it some more time. Um yeah, I th- I feel like the the first episode it borrowed a lot of jokes from the movie. Yeah. But it really starts to take a life of its own. It's really good yeah. Yeah. i think i watched the first three seasons we're not swearwolves we're werewolves it's okay <laughs> wow did you guys watch the pirate uh, one yes no i haven't I, it's one of those shows i keep forgetting to watch it nope nope you, you didn't watch what uh our flag, our flag means, means death? death no watch it no not I yet can't get into that either a flag really? means death how many how many episodes did I, you watch? i made it halfway through that season actually really because <sighs> i actually know the story i'm into pirates but the I know the story of that they're they're paraphrasing in the show. I mean, they're, they're paraphrasing I, I got, I got real hard. I got yeah. deep into the Taika like ba- Blackbeard battle stuff. It's it's really good. Yeah, it's. Hmm. Uh, I can't wait till season two comes out. It's um. 
Do you know much about it? No, I don't know anything about it. It's, it's about pirates. It's a... And you're really into pirates. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know. What does that mean to be really into pirates? I got I got a bunch of pirate books. I've, I've made a bunch of pirate clothes. I don't know. I, I, I uh, When I was in high school, I had a buddy already like just reading stuff about pirates. thought pirates are super cool. I had a buddy, because um, I lived in Wald Lake, Michigan, which was kind of like a little ho-dunk town in Michigan, but was surrounded by a bunch of richer neighborhoods. So I was friends with some of the rich kids, and I had one friend who was like, oh, I got to get rid of my old sailboat. And I was like, you got to get rid of a sailboat? And he goes, yeah, I don't know what to do. I'm like, how big is it? Pirate like, stuff. Yeah, he was, it was like a, one of those 10-foot foam and fiberglass boats. And he was yeah. like, I don't, know, I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, I'll take that if you want. So then I painted a big Jolly Rogers on the flag, and I would sail it around the lake, and then I'd take it out at night Fun. and like steal stuff from other people's boats yes. because I was like, if I own a boat, I'm a captain. If I'm stealing stuff on a boat, I'm a pirate. You so are. I'm officially a pirate a captain. A pirate's life for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I took it out in a storm one time. The sail ripped. Like I had a lot of fun That's with that That's a true thing. pirate experience. True pirate experience. I'd always um, wear a tricornered hat I made out of an old beanbag chair. Like, That's sail awesome. Around. Yeah. Just so you, so you know, uh, you don't know anything about Our Flag Means Death, really? No. Uh, it's a v- deeply romantic gay love story between two pirate captains. And it's beautiful. I do know what you're talking about hilarious. now. Who stars in this? It's, it's uh, Taika Waititi and then and, it's the uh, Swearwolves. Yeah. Was it, uh, Reese God. Darby. I, I have heard of this. And it's, it's comedy, it's so right? Good. It's like, comedy, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it. But okay. it's... Uh, uh, it's based on a true story because Blackbeard, he there was a guy who rumors was like, right rumors yeah. there was mm-hmm. a guy who I've was a, it was a bit of a um, you know a dandy, and he thought he goes well I'm rich I'll buy a boat and be a, a, a pirate and then yeah. he, he buys the boat and immediately Blackbeard just like fucking takes him yeah and Blackbeard it's... had a pension for like killing the captains or or at least like taking their ship and then dumping them somewhere. And after hanging out with this guy for like an afternoon, Blackbeard was like, I'm going to let you keep your boat, but you work for me now. Yeah. And they had this like friendship this weird thing. relationship. Yeah. Because, yeah. So Steed, the one pirate captain, and now I'm going into the show, he was this rich boy who like he ended up getting married and having kids and like his life just never felt right. Um, he just had these other feelings. He was just mm-hmm. a sensitive guy. And he... Uh, he builds he builds a ship and he wants his family to come with him his wife who like their relationship is like meh and like his kids like don't really like it seems like they don't give a shit about him really um and he's like oh yeah i'm building this boat haha <laughs> and then she's like what are you doing and he's like oh nothing and then he like he ends up running away from his like his normal life and him uh he meets blackbeard and it, at first he like insults him or whatever but Blackbeard is just kind of like, who is this weird dude? He's got like a library out at sea and he's got all this like stuff. And they become like really interested in each other. And Blackbeard ends up teaching him how to like be a pirate and how to fight and stuff. And then in turn, he teaches uh, Blackbeard about like the finer things in life, like tea and like dressing fancy and stuff. And they just so like, do they hook up or not? Absolutely, they fall deeply in love. It's and that was what they always thought happened. Yeah, it's... I didn't realize Blackbeard was a gay icon. <laughs> Seriously, I'm gonna have to watch please, the show now. Please watch His the show. His beard it's, was full of it's ribbons. So good. <laughs> I need to watch. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, 
I don't want to give away too much, but yeah. just, just watch <laughs> it. I have heard of the show now. Yeah, now that, yeah. Mikey's playing with, uh, I wasn't sure we'd have a, a guest today, so that's why I brought a Furby. Um, <laughs> I thought it could work in, in lieu of a guest. Generation 2, it's the bigger one. Kill me in pain. <laughs> Does anybody, have, anybody else have any recommendations of film and TV news? Um, I saw, so I saw this older movie, weird movie. It was called uh, Orca, uh, 1977, two years after Jaws came out. It's basically a Jaws ripoff, but with a killer whale. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's... Um, all right, quiet, quiet, Furby. <laughs> it's it's Italian, and um, ravioli. One of the most notable parts of the movie is there. This guy starts off. The guy's trying to catch this big bull killer whale, and ends up inadvertently harpooning the killer whale's mate. Pulls the female whale onto the boat, and then in like the the freak out, the female whale gives a what has, is this called? It's called orca. Has a premature birth. The dead whale fetus falls out on the boat the guy freaks out starts hosing it off the boat and the, Wait, the this male, 1977 1977 movie? and the main whale's just going no and then the whole thing is uh the scored by Emilio Maricone who did all of the spaghetti westerns with uh, Clint Eastwood and, oh, wow. or Kynos, yeah Latin, or bringer of it's, death it's a weird movie the like there's, the whale animal rolls into town and like breaks some pipelines and causes the town to explode how does it get into town killer whales are through the water <laughs> through the water like there's a river that goes to like this is a hyper intelligent whale that's like I'm gonna murder people now oh so it just knows it's like my name is a killer whale I will live up to that he's got a little yeah. smart watch yeah. for this like human he's got a smart I mean, it's 1977 there's maybe they're ahead of their time Oh, and there's crossbows. There's lots of whale screaming. By an act of oh, yeah. Oh, Yikes. The oh they're going to show the whale fetus? Man against nature yeah, there's scary. lots of the whale looking. <laughs> Where did you find to watch this movie? It was on, um, I think it was on Amazon. Really? Yeah, I think so. Amazon Prime. Like, I, I'd heard of this movie a while. Yeah, I was doing a shark binge. I watched Meg because we had been talking about it. Meg too looks fantastic. I can't. I cannot wait for Meg. Isn't Meg is one of the, like the most fun bad movies that you could ever watch? Here. Like I will rewatch it. I, I can't channel surf and stop on Meg and move on from that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that till the end. It's, it's such a, a fun movie. Although I, I after I watched it, I fell down the rabbit hole again of just reading all the synopsis for the other books. Oh, and. <laughs> Chronosaurs are a big part of like the series after book two, starting at book two. Eventually, by book six, they get away from the megalodons, and now it's now it's um, uh, Leopleurodons, oh. which are giant, like the largest uh, marine predator that they had. In, like, what is it? is it? It's like got an alligator head and then like plesiosaur body. Oh, and it's like what we saw in Jurassic World, like the thing that comes up and like it kind of it kind of looks like that, but it's more head. To the top Rounded of the body, <laughs> but they, it, they were huge. But anyway, so that becomes like the main bad guy was like Leopleurodons, and then like the Megs are teaming up with the humans to fight the, the Leopleurodons. Animals on Earth. What in hell are you? <laughs> Orca. All right. Definitely not Free Willy. No, it's definitely not Free Willy. I think it would have been better than Free Willy. Bill Marcus, you guys got anything? You guys watch anything recently? 
I all I've been watching is Once Upon a Time, that old Disney show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned I think that it was last like on time. ABC yeah. or something. Did you watch Once Upon a Time? A little bit of it, yeah, yeah. I'm too deep. I think I'm in season four <laughs> now. <laughs> it's just I'm too deep. <laughs> Captain Hook got his hand back recently. Is it getting bad, or is it still good? We got his hand back. Like yeah. he gets a new hand. Well, man, it's very complicated. A brand spanking new hand so, or a so, brand new spanking let hand. Me, let me just throw a few details <laughs> out here. Uh, so you know Rumpelstiltskin. Heard of him. Uh, so Peter Pan <laughs> is familiar his, with his work. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan is his dad, uh, who took his human body or his child body back after giving up his son. It's a long story. Wait, Peter Pan is Rumpelstiltskin's dad. Dad. Okay. So when Rumpelstiltskin was was a child, I don't remember uh, this in the Grim Tales. No. Yeah, it, it's it's all very confusing. Um, so Rumpelstiltskin was a little coward boy. It's it's too much to explain. The show's nuts. Um, but my partner used to really like it, and uh, so we've been watching through it. It's so chaotic. Um, now there's like Elsa from. Um, oh really. From Frozen, Frozen, and stuff like oh, she was man. trapped in a thing where like they put people who is had it Kristen powers. Bell? Oh wait, no, Kristen no. Bell plays Anna. I gotta see. Yeah, get this it, stuff lined it's, up. It's such a weird show. <laughs> I, I I can't recommend it to anybody, but I, w- <laughs> uh, you, you but, have watched. Great, but, <laughs> but also watch it. I guess glowing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. It's a weird show. It's like uh, all these fantasy characters forgot who they were because they were put under a curse, and now they live in this town in Maine. Um, but then they remember who they are at some point. But the, but the, the, uh, the okay. show goes to, like, Oz, and it also goes to, like, Neverland. And uh, So they're just like, what can we pull from? Like any sort of like what's doesn't pl- fucking matter. What's a place? Wonderland. It also goes to Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it's all these places are connected. Um, all these characters are huh. people. It's it's a really weird show. Some so of the characters was, though are kind of mixed. All right. Into like one character. Glowing non recommendation. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what have you been watching? Anything? I I've been really into what Apple TV is doing lately. They Ted have Lasso? some really Ooh. good series. Yeah, of course Ted Lasso, but there's some there's some newer series that just came out. Um, the just, last thing he told me. Um, oh, what's yeah. the what's the one with uh, Jason? Uh, Jason, what's his name? Momoa. No, no, no. Uh, with with it's it Harrison Ford's in it. Shrinking, oh, right? Shrinking. I haven't seen Shrinking. I, yet. I watched two episodes of it. I, I it's didn't, not good. I, I just couldn't get into it. No, it was it just felt very like. I don't know. Forced? Yeah. It, it, what didn't right. feel original or fresh, and it just felt... I've, of... I've been building up to watch that. What, what, I mean, what What else on Apple TV? Silo. It's a newer That one sci-fi looks awesome, show. man. That's I don't a, know what's going on, but I love it. I, Silo looks sweet. I heard about yeah. it. It's based on the uh, uh, e-book, and the author was trying to get this book published for years, and nobody wanted to publish it, and then eventually was like, He's like, fuck it, I'll just do it live on the internet. And then he did it, and then it like blew up. That's good. That's do good. it live, fuck it. Yeah. It's good. Little America on Apple TV is another series. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a I, lot of good stuff. I just watched Prehistoric Planet. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yet. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, you know, they're like, you know, the they I, they bring up Leoplerodons, 
So they're like, oh, the Leo Pluriton is blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how do you know that they did this? The Leo Pluriton will rest on the shore, rest on the bottom of the ocean near the shore in order to bask in the sun. Like, you're just pulling the shit out of your ass. Like, there's no way that you know, like, what the Leo Pluridon was thinking and doing. And, like, Leo Pluridons were into basket weaving. Like, how, <laughs> how do you know this? You guys want to play a game? Yeah. All right. Game. Play a game. Game um, time. Game time. Game time. All right. Um. We'll get, get, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll relate to one of you two. But did you choose the last one? I don't. I think Bill hasn't chosen a game in a while. I was. I, I was here last time. So you haven't chosen a game yeah. in a little while. So I'm gonna let you choose. Um. Quote that movie. Movie in a jar. Rotten Tomatoes game. Top ten. Tearing a movie or the actor card game. I gotta say my favorite. I think is movie in a jar. I didn't ask you. Oh. Bill, <laughs> what do you want to do? Shut up. <laughs> Damn. You want me to go through the list again? <laughs> this is like, sure. It's like going out to eat. Quote that movie. <laughs> movie in a jar. Rotten Tomatoes game. Top 10. Tier movies. Actor card game. Responsibilities. Now, if I choose movie in a jar, am I the one that starts the pitch? Because technically, I'm supposed to be the one that starts the pitch. Mm. Is there a jar with the movie stuff in there? That? Oh yeah, that jar was that getting. Jar? That jar. The jar is. Yeah, there's still low. there's still movies. Should, should we do a round of us all putting more stuff in there? That's gonna no, make I think we radio. should. No, 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 I think we should wait. <laughs> if we do it, I, I'm trying. I want to like empty the jar before we like redo it. Nick put a lot of stuff in there that it's almost empty. We can do a movie. We can do two of these. How about this? We can do movie the jar and then we can do one. no, no, whatever, whatever Bill wants. What do you want to do? Oh man, uh, mostly just lay around and like get high and play video games. So is movie in a jar it? Right? <laughs> Uh, sure. Do you want to pick from that jar? Yes. That cursed jar? I don't know what, I don't know. You're going to go over the rules? Yeah. So we, we all pull little things out of there and then we put them together and we got to create a movie pitch based on what was in there. Oh, fun. So actually, yeah, I, I I won't pick because I'll be the, we did one game where we had, um, the, uh, but some of the stuff in there. Yeah. But it was the, uh, the topics were, um, (laughs) Horror, or no, it was it was um, murder, haunting, and porno- uh, porn. Oh. And so we came up with a uh, movie called Pornographier, where it's about a <laughs> bunch of pornographers that are making snuff films, and then their snuff victim, the ghost comes back and starts killing them. Love that. Final Fantasy. Yeah. Style. Love that. We're like, this would actually so be fun. an amazing B-horror film, actually. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what my paper means. Oh, can we look? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. You can look. And actually, since they're, like you said, there's some Nick ones that are like really off. So if it's something that just doesn't make sense, you can pick another one. It, e- it either says A11, which I'm assuming is some sort of steak sauce. <laughs> it's, it's 10 better A1. than A1. Or it says all... <laughs> Which I don't know what that means. Yeah, pick another either. word. We're not doing all. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> How's this one? Political. Okay, that that we could do. Mine's work. Political work. Okay. Oh man, this is kind of ready to strike all over. Satire. Okay, we could do this. Yeah, yeah. we can do okay. this one. Yeah. Political work. Let me see. Satire. Throw them here. Political work satire. 
I'm bleeding. Making me the what victim. Happened? I don't know. Did the chair? I've been you? bit. No, I think I think it was a dog. So I think I got scratched. No. Let me see we actually blood. we hit a bunch of razor blades around. So. Oh, it's part of the game. <laughs> it's part okay. of the game. All right, cool. All right, have you guys ever seen? No. Have you ever seen that show, Nathan? For you? Yeah, Kinda, yeah. Love. Yeah. A bit. Right? I think he's so funny. Did you see the rehearsal? Obsessed. Oh my god. Obsessed with the rehearsal. So I kind of want to go in that direction with this. It's a satire. It's a satire and a political satire. So I'm thinking. Should we do a TV? I think we haven't done much TV. Show. All right, we're gonna pitch a TV show here. Okay. All right. It's in the same vein as Nathan for you, but um, politicians who aren't doing well, like they just they you know it's like let's say the the I'd say the mayor of Hoboken, Mississippi, or like something in like East Bumfuck nowhere. What town did you grow up in? <laughs> Clovis, California. Okay, let's Clovis, California. But the, it's like a reality show. No, I mean no, it's not a reality okay, okay, show. Okay. I mean it's it's a satire show. Okay. <laughs> um, so semi-reality, mockumentary-based style. Sure. We go to Clovis, California. Famous for the Clovis Rodeo. Famous for the Clovis Rodeo. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, I've so heard that's of that. that's that's a there we go. That's a that's a, a high point right there. The mayor, uh, you know the mayor, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Okay, <laughs> there we go. So the mayor of Clovis is having trouble because he wants to make an electoral. He wants to make a presidential run. Right, but he's the mayor of some little bumfuck town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he can have some good stuff. So what he does is he 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 needs to hire a person to be able to vamp him up and tell him all the ways to be able to become the president and help him out with his campaign but they do it nathan for you style exactly okay so he so he hires this guy um ted that just comes in and he's 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 the political giant let's say he's like he's the political booster there we go that's Mm -hmm. his that's his mantra he's like i'm ted the political booster call me my number is uh, hold on. Five, five, Our number five. is 805-669-7556. If you call, we'll get some political boosting for you. So so this mayor um, just goes, I mean, let's call him Mayor um, Allensburg. That, that sounds like a real name. <laughs> yeah. So Mayor Allensburg calls Ted and says, I need to get my political boosting because I want to make the the 20 what is it 2024 is the political run? i want to make the 2024 political run for president is he, is he, should he be a dem okay this is where you guys can jump in i uh, feel democrat like I, or republican democrat. is it wait 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 what t- what type of town is that is it more of a conservative town it's more conservative well, but well, it's still in california so that's true there. yeah that's why it could be yeah. anything so <laughs> i almost feel like he is running either independent or like green party. I think oh, it's something. that's even better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's good for the story. Cause then you got less people that are like immediately turned off by it. If they're like, Oh, it's Democrat or, or it's Republican. Like, you know, but can it be like a weed comedy where it's like, he's the green party, but he's like the green party. That might be a bit. That might be if, if, if it's, if it's a show and it's mockumentary style, that's a maybe an episode where he doesn't understand what the he's just running for office and like the political guy is like you got to run as can't run as Republican can't run as Democrat run as Green Party and he's like oh okay yeah 
I like weed. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it just totally misses the mark. Yeah. Doesn't understand what the fuck. Like, oh, yeah. He shows up and he's like, I'm ready to go. I wore my green suit. And they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, you can do everything green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He just takes it over. But I Woody mean, Woody Harrelson's well, involved. To but that, that, that's. <laughs> no, yes, 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 yes. But Woody Harrelson can play Ted. <gasps> well, uh, okay. Wasn't Woody Harrelson in a in a mockumentary show called Ed TV? I did Ed remember. TV? Ed TV. There was Ed. T- wait, what was, was that Woody Harrelson? What was Ed TV? It was like a guy. They. I... It's a movie about a guy, and they pick to like be the star of their TV show, but they're looking for like some Joe Schmo sort of guy. So we have a title: Ted TV. Ted TV. Ted TV. Ted TV, yeah. <laughs> so we have a title. Great, great. So that's the name of the episode. Or a <laughs> Ted TV, Ted Ted for me, sort of like. Ted for me. Do like the I like Ike sort of uh, Ted for me slogan. TV. Ted for me TV. Ooh, that's Ooh, got a nice sort of like. It's uh, got a ring to it, right? Yeah. Not alliteration, but like it kind of like flows. Ted okay. TV for me. Ted for me TV. Ted for me TV. That's it. Okay, so th- so the show is Ted for me TV. Okay, <laughs> we're setting it up, and then Woody Harrelson is obviously Ted, and he's trying to help people out with their <laughs> or Woody Harrelson type character, uh, yeah, type oh, actor. Yeah, yeah, you could have a budget Woody Harrelson. I we mean, might, we might not be able to get Woody for this. He that's, might, that's, he might not I mean, be on board. It, 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah, it depending. I mean, he's open to certain suggestions. If he likes a script, we'll send it to him. That's it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we'll send, send it, to it to him. Yeah, we're not going to hardline this like uh, being John Malkovich, where they didn't get John Malkovich, so they're like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do with yeah. this movie. Yeah. So, um, what, what, what was our mayor's name again? Allenson. Allen's Mayor. Uh, yeah. Okay. It was sure. a very real sounding. He's played game. by Tim Allen. <laughs> so Allison's our mayor. Um, he 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 he's in the Green Party. He smokes weed a little bit. He's a little bit eccentric, but that's how he is. That's how he is on the surface. So he's hiring Woody Harrelson for a reason. Uh-huh. Um, so let's give some in depth to what Woody Harrelson's advice for him to getting on the main campaign because nobody picks a Green Party, so we have to get them like. More in the public eye. Like, how do we make the Green Party more he, he desirable? He pulls off a big, a big show like a uh, PR Wayne, stunt of some type. Yeah, like, right. Like Wayne Fest from Wayne's World Two. That actually um, would lend itself sort of to those type of shows to the because weeds, like every episode's so. a new like event that he yeah mm-hmm. that he's trying to put on. To try to That's true. People in. So what's the event? Well, it's got to be something to do with the Green Party. <laughs> something to do with him not understanding the Green Party. And then also something ridiculous enough where it would it would get like press. Oh, okay. Bernie Sanders needs to have a cameo, so they invite Bernie Sanders in. I don't know what we're doing, and I don't like it, but it's socialist, so I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, the big, like I said, Clovis is known for the Clovis Rodeo, so maybe it's something paired there with a rodeo with a green theme, or it's like rodeo meets weed. That's it. That's all, it. So we get our all bulls the horses, very high. Yeah. All the Fair. horses are just stoned out of their mind. Okay. Yeah. And then we see who will last when really they just open the gates and then the bulls sleep or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's the stoner rodeo. Yeah. Or they, they paint all the horses green and they all get lead poisoning or... No, you don't want to kill and then any they animals. Eat all the horses. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I, yeah. I I guess I didn't understand what we were doing. We're not killing horses. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So I think it needs to be. So I think a rodeo sounds good. 
Mm-hmm. I think we include a little bit of weed and stuff into it. Uh, Woody Harrelson's idea for this needs to be some sort of big spectacle. So people are showing up, and they, they can have the idea for the weed uh, going on in the actual rodeo, but there needs to be like a bigger explosion of a spectacle that we, we don't expect. Now, for me, the question is, so this is mockumentary, so this is scripted satire well, scripted, it's satire. yeah so we're not doing like real reality tv satire where it's like we're trying to get this guy elected but there's no way he's going to get elected it's like a we get him elected yeah i mean no, that's how the show but is. You, know, you have to buy our pitch if you want to know if he gets elected that's that's the <laughs> I'm not going to give away the ending. I'm sorry. I mean, if he gets elected, then that turns into a sequel, and then that is that's like a, what? What was the 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 it's, show? It's Ted runs the country, right? No, wait, Ted's not the one. It was a, it's it's Allen's town, whatever the hell his name is, runs the country. <laughs> but there's a there's a movie where there's um the president gets sick or assassinated or something like that, and they bring in a guy that looks like the president. It's like a '90s movie, hmm. and then. He's the president, right? But nobody knows it. That's like Star Wars, <laughs> just like stuff for the Queen. Yeah, Queen Amidala. She's oh, got yeah. a lot of like. You know, well, I'm saying that could be the sequel. I think that's a great. sequel. And then he's in idea. office. So if you want to go ahead and buy this movie pitch, Ted for me actually, TV. Actually, Ted for me TV. Uh, you could a TV pitch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can buy this series. We'll write every episode. It's going to be fantastic. And we will cross pick um, lines. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Royalties will have to be signed. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If you want to buy this pitch, get us on. We'll get you a twelve series, twelve episode series together. Nah, uh, you don't want to limit yourself to like. You don't want to hardline a series. You want to like. Well, that's the first season. Just the first season. All right, all right, first season. Uh, call eight zero five six six nine seven five five six. Numbers today. Do, do you guys want to do one actor? Whatever. Uh, I would like to do a lot of actors, but um, <laughs> <laughs> which one in particular? We're gonna find Oof. out. Oh man, um, James Franco. Uh, yeah, pass out the pass out the boards. A, he's like a Grant. Pass out no, the boards. No, not James Franco. Yeah, he's he's problematic now. Isn't Is he? he? Yeah. yeah, he got canceled. Dude. Oh, you that's that? right. That's right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Trying to like uh, deal some kids. No matter how. I don't think it was gets. kids. I don't know the details. <laughs> I don't know the details either. I'm just Wait, what is this? What am I doing? Saying very, uh, <laughs> very provocative things. All right, we're gonna do the movie actor game. Clear your boards. Do I need a an eraser because I got a full board of something? <laughs> Did do we have erasers? Oh man, we haven't done this in a while, so now it's like all it's dried onto the board. It's been that long. Wow. <laughs> oh. I, I think I've talked with a lot of people that listen to the show, and they said this is their favorite part where we're cleaning off dry erase boards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is. I had a spray thing. Hold on. Mm. Let me see here. That's good. It's not really working, is it? Keep rubbing. Screen, screen cleaner? <laughs> Harder. Oh, there it is. Oh, yes. Lube me up. Faster. <laughs> Faster. More friction. Got it in his hair. Anyway, <laughs> it's in oh. Billy's hair now. <laughs> what? Extra curls. I mean, Fury uh, and Snatch seems like a great thing. <laughs> I was uh, listening to, or I was uh, on uh, my rag movie set mm-hmm. memes. They, somebody was like, post your best set jokes. And um, 
I, uh, there was a good one about like um, on the first day God created the universe and on the second day God created light and that was because uh, or no the, um, lightning why do you always hear lightning before um, you see the thunder because even God has to wait on sound um, <laughs> ha. but uh, no the the one I always remember and it's like the raunchiest of them. But it's like, what does a gaffer say before he comes? Watch your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard that one. No, I haven't either. Or um, why are pro- oh you'll like this one? Why are producers more likely to survive in an earthquake? Ooh, why? Because they're always standing in doorways. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Very true. <laughs> I think I got my board clean. Not me. Again, this is the part that people love. Love it. Uh, Next we're episode, gonna, we're just going to bring a bunch of dry erase We're going to do a minute and a half on the clock in this one. So this one, here's how this game works. Uh, Tell me. Yeah, so what we're going to do is I'm going to pull an actor from here. And then what we're going to do is write down in the minute and a half every movie... Uh, or featuring TV shows, so they can't have just like a guest role. They have to like be the star of the show or the commercial. If you say Samuel Jackson, and you say Capital One. That'll be a good. That's an okay thing to do. Okay, you know what I mean like stuff like that. You could be in like a featuring commercial. But the the big rule is if you say something that somebody else has said, then it that, doesn't count. It cancels. So you want to try to try to be obscure, like movies that other people aren't going to think of. You know what I but mean? But they they need to have starred in it. Not like a no, cameo. They can be the a co-star or like a regular or something like that. It can't be like a like a like if it's a TV yeah. series, it can't be a one-time occurrence. You know what I mean? For TV shows, but for movies, it could be. Yeah. it's a little bit more flexible, okay. right? All right, a little bit. Let's yeah, see. yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, are you guys ready? Yep. Yes. All right. The time's gonna start as soon as I finish saying his name. So what we got right now mm-hmm. is Morgan Freeman. Go. Um. <laughs> You're looking at the wall? Looking at the movie <laughs> wall, yeah. It's like, is there any here that he's been in? I see, I see one already. You do? Mm-hmm. What? Aladdin Return of Jafar. <laughs> He was the coach in uh, Switching Goals. <laughs> um, you took pencils I'm, down. I think I'm stuck here. It's time, time. Put your oh, pencil. Okay. I'm pens done. Down. Put your pens down. So here, <laughs> here, like here, I already wrote down here. all the Morgan Freeman movies <laughs> that I know. Hold on. So before before we actually jump into what each other has what we usually do is we bring up oh, Morgan so Freeman so bad this is so bad we oh. bring up we bring up Morgan Freeman on IMDb and do his known fours so there he is so the four known fours are oh. Invictus mm. anybody got that no. no driving miss daisy no. no i did put 7 i put 7 too oh, no, no i didn't that's that's i love that movie i think that's my Such favorite a good movie, movie. It, i think it might be my favorite david fincher I forgot about all the Batmans. I didn't put the Dark Knight either. Uh, I put no. Batman Begins. Is he? Does, is he? In yeah. Begins? yeah. Yeah. Like at what point? Uh, yeah, he's in it. Hold didn't on. you get the memo? 
<laughs> Wait, I got it better. Um, didn't you get the memo? Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> There's a dark knight. When was Batman? Oh, yeah, there it Evan is. Evan Almighty. You got uh, it. Evan oh, Almighty. Oh, I God. I, uh, fuck. I did I put said Ev- Kevin Almighty. I put I Evan Almighty. Kevin. I could. I did Bruce I, I Almighty also. I did Bruce also. Almighty. I did both. And I'm just cross so no, off. So I don't get Bruce, but I get Evan. Cool. I One put, point. I put, I put Kevin Almighty. You put Kevin <laughs> Almighty? That's all you got? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down movies that he wasn't in, and then I <laughs> crossed them out. So. All right, know. all right, right. Was it Vampire's Kiss? <laughs> no. All I right. put snakes on a plane, and then I, and then I had to cross it out. <laughs> and then I, I tried to, like, wasn't I he doing an insurance commercial? Snakes did he do State mother- Farm Insurance or oh, something? And then I crossed s- that out. He I did something. Because I couldn't remember the insurance company name, and I didn't think you'd I, give it to me if I didn't I don't know remember. the exact no, insurance yeah, company. You gotta know something. I, something I didn't, because uh, he was at the Academy Awards. He gave, like, a speech, and he had, like, one black glove on. I didn't realize he had hurt his hand, like like crushed his hand. Like doing uh, what? Do we know? I think it was like a I, I forget what it was, but he now whenever he does public appearances, he wears one black glove. Hmm. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Uh, my other ones were wanted. Oh, I got wanted. I put wanted too. I hate you. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't remember Shawshank Redemption. And uh, I put Shawshank. That's such a good one. And March of the Penguins. I put put March March of the the Penguins. Penguins. Yeah. (laughs) The Penguins are Uh, hungry this season. None of you put Shawshank? No. No. Why is your name red? Well, I guess it's because I'm Irish. I put. uh, I'm a guy who knows how to get things. Along came. Shawshank was like, it's like my premiere. Yeah, no, that's a great one. That's That's why I'm like, I can't believe I didn't remember. That's the only one that I know him on. Um, I have Along Came a Spider. What the fuck's a long yeah, time? Yeah, what is spider? that? It's, uh, um, the it's like itsy a, bitsy spider. No, it's like a thriller movie. When uh, is it? When when? Nineties, I think nineties. Nineties. Um, where I might even be uh, misremembering the. Oh yeah, I put Robin Hood. You put Robin Hood. I did uh-huh. not get Robin. Yeah, because you got it on the wall right over here. So bad that I like can't. I mean, he's so iconic and in so many things. Um, he's in Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh, Unforgiven. That's a great Unforgiven. movie. Unforgiven. You when just was, shot an unarmed man. Where's, he where's Robin should've... Hood? Oh, there he is, Prince of Thieves. If he's going to start decorating. Did you put his... Prince of Thieves, though? <laughs> no. That doesn't count. Aha, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. I, I got screwed on this one. I got... What? When was uh, what's the other one that you were saying? Along Came a Spider. Where's Along Came a Spider? Maybe I'm misremembering. Hold on. I have, uh, let's see. Along Came a Spider. Along there it is. Oh yep, you're right. Two thousand one. Yeah, why we couldn't it's find like, it. It's um, like if this is the right one, he did like two. I couldn't remember the name of the other one, but uh, it's like some um, prep school for like super rich kids and like powerful kids who have powerful parents. Yeah, um, there it is. Little girls abducted, and he <laughs> he um, and it's oh, like deep impact. Nobody thought about oh, that. Oh, deep impact. He's the president. Yeah. yeah. God. Um, yeah. Bruce Almighty I got I got one that I don't think oh million dollar baby maybe okay I got one I think that nobody got ready the bucket list nope well with uh, Jack Nicholson with Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. yeah there it is <laughs> yeah they're both dying and they go jump out of planes and stuff yeah Jack Nicholson's rich um, they're both getting their like chemo at the same time so 
You got anything else? No, that was I, all. The rest of mine have been crossed off. All right. So what, what do you got? Uh, along came a spider. I mean, one. how many? How many did one. you get? How, you only got one. Yeah, I only got one. Along came a spider is the only one. Yeah, I was trying to think obscure, and then I got three. Wow. Oh. No winners. I got zero. Shawshank for Redemption, Evan Almighty, in the bucket list. Zero for Bill. Too, zero clearly. for Bill. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That was good. Um, <laughs> He's only saying that because he won. I know. I don't ever win. <laughs> um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Failing Hollywood. Marcus, thank you for coming and hanging out with of us Of course. Today. This was fun. Yeah. Woo. We're part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in the Inner Circle Podcast Network. we got tons of shows there. My brother has a podcast in the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Yeah, it's called The Plunge. The Plunge. Which is it's a good show and stuff mm. like that, yeah. So congr- oh, also from the plunge, congratulations to uh, co-host Hunter over there. He just got his doctorate's degree. He's <gasps> a pharmacist. He's a doctor now. Oh, like a real doctor. It's not like he's, he's not- a real doctor, but he's still a pharmacist. So it's not like he's helping people. He's just giving them drugs. <laughs> I'm so just kidding. He, yeah, he's the best right. kind of doctor. Yeah. The best kind of doctor. Yes, yes. Um, so congratulations, Hunter, and, and over there in the plunge. Um, I've been on the p- a couple of their past episodes helping them out um, because he's been away and not being able to do this stuff. So yeah, go check that shit out. Uh, there's also shows the Untrained Eyes back. Untrained Eyes been doing awesome mm. shows lately. So check them out. The Hood Diners been strong as always. Go ahead and check them out out of Tucson, Arizona. Um, our California brotherins, we have another podcast in California, and that is the Angry Dad Podcast. My angry, violent stepdad. Yeah, podcast. That's right. I think I did that one for Lifetime. <laughs> that was stepdad. a Lifetime movie. I, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was um, uh, uh, on summer vacation, and I would always watch Unsolved Mysteries on Lifetime, and it was like you know ten or eleven in the morning. And then there was always a movie, and every once in a while I'd watch the movie. And the only one I ever remember was like some little. It was a I don't remember the title, but it was some little girl that like she goes through a windshield in a car accident, and her face gets all scarred up, and it really looks like they just took like marker. And other than that, she's like you know total ten, like just a beautiful woman. But she grows up, and she's like I'm hideous. <laughs> and and then some doctor does surgery, and then wipes the marker off her face, and. Um, and then she's like, I don't know what it's like to be beautiful. <laughs> what movie is this? Or what is this? Some Sounds Lifetime right. movie. It's the only one I, I remember. I don't remember any of them. It sounds on, on point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember the ones that I worked on, and that was enough for me. Yes, yeah, so check them out. Uh, there's Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Um, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. Creatures of the Night. Mm-hmm. So check out all those podcasts. They're all fun. They're good peoples over there. <laughs> Yeah, really selling it. Yeah, they're pretty great. So go check it out. You can find all those podcasts and more at theinnercirclepn.com. You'll be able to hang out all those. Find us on all the socials. We're on Instagram at Failing Hollywood, um, on Facebook at Failing Hollywood. We're really only on Instagram right now. That's the only thing. We're on Twitter, too, at Failing Hollywood because the D didn't fit. <laughs> I haven't made that joke in a little while. So, yeah. There it's a penis go. joke. It's a penis joke. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, you can check us out there. We don't really post anything there anymore, but check out all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, next week's going to be a dope episode, so come on back for that. 